ready? Are we actually rolling? Yeah, oh, we're okay. actually rolling. Ah, all right, sweet. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Table in a Basement. My name is Josh. My name is Jared. And with us this week, we have returning guest Colin. Welcome back, Colin. Hello. Thank you. It, it is been a while. We say that after every Colin <laughs> episode. It, no, it could be no time. It could be a week. And you'd be like, oh, it's been a while. It's I been a while. Been, I no, but I mean, last night. it really has been a while. As far as being on the show, yeah. Last we, time we talked about fighting and... and I think that kind of loosely inspired why we went into a conversation about the Disneyland fight, at yeah. least for me, because I was like, Colin's got me into fighting. Jared likes a good. I've been watching. A good uh, brawl. There's a good World Star video out there. Jared's gonna watch it. Well, but I mean, I've also even been watching on ESPN that it's not UFC, but it's like whatever professional fighting. Oh, league. PFL, yeah. PFL, PFL on Thursday nights. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a minute. Summer is always busy for me. I've been busy every single weekend from summer, and it's kind of annoying because it makes everything go fast. Yeah. I have way more time in the fall. Oh, I can't believe where it's going to be August next week. Like, I'm stunned. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. Like, I feel like the majority lead up was just looking forward to, like, going to Jamaica. And now Jamaica's coming on. You know, we got Mike's wedding coming up here in a couple weeks. I got another wedding then after that. And I don't know. Just a bunch of crazy family stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so I guess to get things started, I have a small but important Twitter update for the week. So as you know, last week we kind of, I changed up what I'm going to do New for tactics. a little bit. New tactics, I yeah, like Yeah, so we've been trying to get the celebrity guest, but I'm going to take a little bit of a break from that just because burning out a little bit on trying to do that, trying to think of witty things to post on celebrities' walls gets to be a little bit more thinking than I feel like doing on my average day. So we switched it up, trying to just reach out to completely random people now. And this one, rather than trying to slit him to watch the podcast, this guy, I'm like, hey, this guy likes sheets. Might as well pitch the bring back the swing hashtag. So this is to someone named Fergie Slays. Hey, dude, how do you feel about at sheets getting rid of the swing? Pretty mad, right? We think if we get enough people to drop off packs of frozen chicken wings at their local sheets, they'll get the hint and then hashtag bring back the swing. So I did that. This guy responded, yeah, bro, tiss some buns. I'm not sure what that means, but that was his response. <laughs> Wait, tits and buns? Tiss some buns. Oh. T-I-S? Yes, T-I-S. You don't eat wings with buns and buns with wings. He, he, he must have been confused. I'm not sure what he was posting. But after he posted that, Sheets replied saying, <laughs> might work. And then like a little like... A series of symbols make it look like someone shrugging, which there's emoji, an emoji for someone shrugging, which you could have used instead, but I think whatever. it's funny that he took the time. He or she. Sorry, whoever, I don't want to assume their gender. the Sheets Twitter person is, right? My work, they. Fergie Slays replies, is that so? And Sheets says no. <laughs> <laughs> that was them like, please don't bring any food to our locations. And then I replied to Sheets' no saying, what happened in your past that makes you hate the swing the way you do? And that was that interaction. Now, little does Sheets know, we have some insider trading information. We have a former employee. We got some inside baseball information here. Um, I think I think the death of the Schwings was hey, they were overpriced. It was like twenty bucks for six. Really? For six wings, they took at least six minutes in the deep fryer to cook. It was a long time. It was a long time. And then they had like set standards. Like you need to get every meal out in three minutes and 30 seconds. Well, if something takes six minutes to like cook a fryer, you're not going to meet your service standards. Well, this is all for Ty. 
and we're going to keep doing this for Ty. So bring back the swing will continue to be a thing. We did. They actually did like the stuff, though. Like, they liked my post and my one response. So we're starting to develop a little bit of a rapport with Sheets. So. Yeah, that might turn into a nice sponsorship. And you get, like, a coffee sponsor. Wouldn't that be something? Table in a basement gets sponsored by Sheets. <laughs> Doubling back. They sponsored this one UFC fighter years and years ago. And they really? made a shirt, and it said his name. His name was Charlie Brenneman, and it's like a beatdown made to order. <laughs> <laughs> and Trey had one, and he would wear it at work sometimes when I worked at the station. Interesting. So, yeah, maybe that could be the goal. Get Sheets to sponsor us, sell out in the best way possible. I'm not opposed to it Free at all. For I, life. I might have some pull there. I might be able to send an email. <laughs> really cool podcast. I'm already developing a conversation with the sheets twitter so keep up we'll keep up the work make that happen make those big bucks so yep that was the twitter update for the week who would like to lead us off on our first official topic i'd say just run with it buddy keep going okay so i guess i finally have another update to my dream journal there's finally a dream that i remembered enough to write it down as well as i thought was interesting enough that wasn't just like Monday nonsense. So. Now, is this what uh, Lock Haven Luke was talking about? Dream journal? What? You had mentioned Luke from Lock Haven had dreams that he was going to share with us. At is that what point. inspired you? I guess so. To keep uh, a dream journal? I guess so. It was more for the show, but... All right. So... All right. I'm in, mi- I'm in middle school gym, but I'm my normal age, so I'm like a 26-year-old in middle school gym class. <laughs> Oh, and I guess I didn't write this down, but our middle school gym teacher is the teacher in this. That's how I knew it was middle school. Our middle school gym teacher. Oh. So there is this one student that my middle school gym teacher is really talking up. I start to get jealous because I'm better than he is at volleyball. So we're playing volleyball. There's like this one kid who is really good for some reason. The gym teacher's talking him up really bad. So I start to get, I start to get jealous because I'm better than he is. I go to do a top spin bump over my head, so like a bump where like I send it over my head like I do when we play volleyball, and yeah. I just spin on it. That's the shot I like. But I mess it up, and it just spins a bunch and goes straight up in the air. The kid starts making fun of me a bunch. I eventually get tired of it, so I beat him up. After beating him up, he gets really downtrodden about the pressure of the teacher wanting him to be the best one. I think about consoling him, but I don't. I walk out into the hallway and start talking to someone I know. The teacher refers to me as being a jerk. The other person corrects him by saying that I used to be a jerk, but I'm better now. I agree with the guy. So that was my dream. Which guy who used to be a jerk, but he's better now? The gym teacher called and said that I'm a jerk, but the guy I was talking to said, no, he used to be a jerk. I'm like, yeah, I used to be a jerk, and then he, that's how the dream He used to be a jerk. <laughs> I don't know. You beat him up. Ten that's, minutes ago. I was going to say. It's... Well, that was different. I beat up that student, and then I left him in the... Josh, I... Okay, so... Based on my qualifications to be able to analyze your dreams, I want to say it's you have sports seem to bring out this competitive, aggressive edge in you that I don't know. Every now and then it slips through the cracks. I think everyone needs an edge, Jared. It's some angstiness that I think I I only now ever see surface through sports. You don't survive in the substitute teaching world without an edge, Jared. Now, I haven't seen you at the heater center, so you I don't know what you're like. You smoke at a that. cigarette or have some sort of like deep-seated aggression in you to survive as a substitute teacher. They would just walk right over you, Jared. Doggy dog world, man. I, <laughs> amongst middle schoolers. Oh, yeah. I, I have to agree with They're the worst. 
That's agree with Jared. I've definitely seen you get a little little pissy. Yeah. <laughs> Sports and stuff like that. I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah. I get pissed at everything. I won't deny it. It's a true thing. But at the same time, it's necessary for survival. You gotta have that edge somewhere. Is it? You can't just be. <laughs> you can't just be a flat, rounded thing. It's just. It's not how you cut through. You can't be. It's a stick in the mud, a pushover. That's what no, I was looking for. It's yeah. like. I wanted to like a couple years ago. We were dressed as superheroes, and you got mad at yourself for missing a shot, and you like threw your racket down. I wanted to be Josh. You're wearing a fucking cape. You're hey. getting mad, and you're wearing a cape. even Batman had bad days. Jared, leave me alone. Or this past uh, a couple weeks ago when you hit your fist, <laughs> Josh, you're wearing a shirt and tie, and it just. <laughs> Come on, we're dressed like jackasses. You don't have to be competitive. <laughs> that edge, Jared. I guess you can't cut through the nonsense with a dull knife. I love how you're <laughs> you're defending it, and afterwards you were like, "I I am so mad at myself." I, that I never got, like, no that. correction. I never apologized. Yeah, you did. I took a drag in my cigarette and got a tattoo, and that's how I spent my day. No, you didn't. It's a tobacco-free school district. Put the cigarette out on your on arm. my arm, and that's how I marked the spot. I wanted the tattoo, so. I got an edge. Don't put it down, Jared. You just do your thing. I do mine. All right. Stitch your lane, buddy. You know what? (laughs) You're right. I actually had a a secret spy watching you guys play tennis over the 4th of July. Who was it? Like. My girlfriend's grandfather was there. Oh, really? And I was I was gonna go and watch you, but like I got done with my run by the time I was like finishing up. Like you guys were been done, so I yeah, just went we, swim. That's what happens when you lose right away. And we're, <laughs> we were asking him. We're like, were there any characters there? And he's like, no. We're like, were anybody acting goofy? No, no, not really. And then she was finally like. Is anybody who's, like, acting kind of weird? I forget what she said. She's like, oh, yeah, there were these two fellers there dressed like businessmen. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty funny. And I was like, were they good? He's like, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, we played once that whole summer before that, so. Yeah, that was literally. That was our uh, second time playing this year. It literally was. Yep. The only other time we had played was early in the spring. Yep. <laughs> it was just, you know what? We're just going to wing it. That's all you can do. I mean, I feel like. Last time I went to watch you guys play in the fourth, there was, like, a couple people there that were taking it way too serious. I mean, this year there was a high school kid that, like, uh, won districts won and districts a couple and rounds in states. Yeah, so now varying degrees in, of... In his defense, maybe he thought it would be more competitive. Wrong. And in his defense, the other competition probably was a little more competitive than what Josh and I do. I mean, that's fair. Like, you have to play twice to be more competitive than we are before the tournament happens, so. That is true. We got that first round by, though. Yep. Two years running. You got to play to the level that you're at. My mom goes to, my mom and dad go to Florida every summer, and my mom will play tennis in Florida, but it's with all older ladies, like women in, like, their, like, 70s and sometimes even older than that, so my mom just smokes them all. So she got kind of big-headed. She's like, I'm going to come back to Pennsylvania, tennis pro, kick ass, blah, 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 smacking bitches. Comes and, like, signs up for a league and has, like, lost every single match because she's just getting beat by, like, women in their 20s and 30s. I'm yeah. Like, Mom, it's the complete opposite of how Florida is. And she's like, I'm going to take some more lessons. I'm not giving up. I was like, <laughs> Coach, Coach it, Dana probably was in the league and just kicked ass. My tennis coach in high school. Gotcha. Yeah. She played in college and Maybe. stuff. So. Yeah, there's always these, like, sneaky people that are just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I played at a private school. By the way, I, I, played, I played in at college. a private school. <laughs> Yeah, but 
I don't know. I mean, it was fun. We never, we never do it to be serious. Clearly. If you're having fun, that's all that matters. Yeah. If I was taking it serious, I wouldn't dress like a jackass every year to play in it. So, I mean, obviously, and we were literally on the court just doing all business terms. <laughs> Talking about mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, we were like, time. okay, we really lost in this quarter, but if we diversify the portfolio, I think we don't have to cl- declare for Chapter 13. I feel like I should have came and like brought you guys like reports and like Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. Thrown in my face. All right, I'm Get looking at the charts. All right, our okay. client our client is going to be so furious. I'm going to bring you a, a cup of hot coffee, throw it back in my face. I want a decaf. Oh, we, I really hope those mutual funds pan out. <laughs> All right. Yep, that yeah. was the Dream Journal. Oh, yeah. The, your the rabbit trail from the Dream Journal. So, Did you play dodgeball in your dream? No, I went to the hallway and then I woke up to the harsh realities of living so maybe it's also because at the heater center you're your age right now and you're playing dodgeball against little kid middle school kids and you're your own age and you're just letting loose so maybe that's also why that was in your subconscious that's for a good reason though those kids need reminded that it's supposed to be They're not so fun. special. No, it's to remind them to stop being jerks. That life's not fair. Like, I yelled at the same kid I yelled at a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this. He was freaking out. Like, in dodgeball, something very clearly hit him, and I had him sit down because he was out, and he was throwing a fit. Like, listen, Xavier, <laughs> you're down. Stop throwing fits and Man. ruining games. You're not fun to play with. And that he started a, to cry, and then I kicked him out of the gym. That is kind of a pretentious name. No, I don't know <laughs> the kid. Maybe he's a nice kid. But... I mean, he's... That is this kid I frequently yell out in the gym for ruining games. Is he pretentious? I don't want to say pretentious. Just like he's really, really athletic for his age and he's reminded, hey, stop ruining games. Well, if you called him out, he's out. That's I did. Like, you're out. Like, how am I out? Like, because you're out. Stop ruining games. You're not fun to play with. Get out of the gym. But we and don't know people like that. And that kid's going to grow up one day. And he's he, going to be my boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Like, I was thinking about that. Like, watching the kids this week, like, they had no ability to function off of any direction and like so you're like 10 or 20 years how are you guys gonna do well they're gonna get to the workforce and i have this realization that we're gonna be like that supervisor age when they get in the workforce i'm not sure what we're gonna do because it is it is gonna be a mess if they don't figure out how to follow any sort of leading or have any sort of initiative or understand any sort of like verbal cue or language yeah i I don't know. We were probably the same way at that age, though. That's true. I feel like once you hit high school, at least for a lot of people, you just suddenly, it changes. It's a whole... For some people. Some people never grow up like myself. Yeah, I'm still a kid at heart, but... Well, there's also a difference, though, because now there's email access to all your teachers so like when i was in the teacher's lounge it was just constantly complaining that kids were like getting in touch with them and complaining about getting zeros because they didn't do work so like back when like we got zeros like there wasn't much we could do like oh i got the zero i can't i can go to ask the teacher directly but how many high school kids like have the actual balls to go do that but now you could just like, yeah. send like a face to saying hey i got the zero what happened well you didn't hand in any work over the last three months that's why you have a zero and then there's like this like half the time there's this expectation that they get to like do it for half credit, which is ridiculous, but they end up getting away with it anyway because that's just kind of what's happened to the school system, at least in this area. 
you can email in, complain a bunch, have your mom and mom or dad get involved, make things miserable for the teacher, and then get points out of it because you just don't want to deal with that. Yeah, you're just using the system. See, that's more on the parents than it is on the kids. Well, the kids at that point in high school age, you should have an understanding. Hey, maybe I should work for my grade, not send my parents in to throw some punches or complain and moan and take advantage of my burnt out teacher. Yeah, I, no, I kind of agree. And it's also, I feel like when you do that and complain, that doesn't teach the kid how to take responsibility. No. Like you goofed. No, like you didn't turn your work in. You're getting a zero. Especially I don't want if a zero. Well, I get it if they've like made a mistake and it's their first time. It's like we all make mistakes. But if this is something that's happened multiple times, and then you do the zero and they complain. It's like you should treat it like you would an employee at a workplace. All right, you got a verbal warning, but it's like at some point, it's on you. I mean, if you figure like the average teacher, let's say, like where I'm at, they would have like three or four different sections of classes a day. Each section has 20 to 30 kids. Let's just say 25 kids. So that's 75 kids probably around there per day. If like half of those kids are in that situation where they're just constantly complaining that's a lot of kids that, like, be dealing with, like, emails and trying to, like, make them take responsibility. It gets to the point where, like, it's just not worth it on the teacher's end. It's like, all right, here you go. Here's your grade. Take points. Leave me alone. Just give into it. Yeah. But I feel like, especially where we grew up in our school, it's probably the same way where you're at, too, your school. Like, just the teachers know everybody. So you can't bullshit them. Like, in college, you can kind of be like, you know, missed a t- test or whatever. You can be like, hey, X, Y, Z, like... This is what was going on. Really, you just stopped drinking the night before yeah. and you passed out and you couldn't come in the class. They, like, might make you, look, like, make up the test or do, like, extra credit or whatever. But in high school, when they know you that well, they're like, no, you've, you've been a shit student all year long. It's not going to yeah. work out. Well, in college, there's, like, that profe- – like, there's that, like, detachment from being a professor versus, like, a high school teacher where, like, okay, I'm here to teach this college-level class and I don't have to give yeah. two craps about actually being a good teacher, let alone how the students are doing. And they care about – well, in high school, it's like you have to attend. There's attendance. Yeah, there's attendance. And, like, also, if a bunch of kids do bad in high school, like, it kind of comes back on the teacher and calls, like, all right, these kids failed. I have tenure. It doesn't matter. I feel like with high school, it's like the teachers work for the high school. And then in college, the teachers just work for themselves and don't care. Essentially. They're like, this is the way my class is. Yeah. You're going to read a bunch of books and write a bunch of papers. And this is how I run it. I'm going to talk for 30 minutes. There's going to be no PowerPoint. If you take the notes you need to take, that's great. If not, too bad. Up yeah. oh, here's a test. It's 50% of your grade. Up oh, you failed it. All right, you failed the course. Right. Pat you on the back. Sorry, you're sorry, buddy. Butt hurt. Better luck next time. All right, pat you on the butt. All right, try again next semester. Yeah. Another 300 bucks for this class. My uh, my cousin is starting college here in the fall, and I was trying to get him like prepped. So I gave him your book as a gift. I don't know if you talked about it here or not. That. Of, about what? About your book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. we mentioned yeah. it. So I, I gave him his book as a gift. I've been trying to, like, throw stuff at him. I was like, you're going to get there and realize that, you know, you're going to have a one hard. class, and you're going to have to do so much work for it, and you might just get a B, which is going to suck. And then you'll have another class. You're not going to have to do anything, and you'll get an A in it, Yeah. and it's going to suck. And you might have a friend that takes the same exact class with a different professor, and you have to work way more harder than he does. Yep. And I it sucks. A bunch. Just be ready for that. Yeah. Well, and it's also, it's, I feel like... This happens for some people, that newfound freedom or the all of a sudden, like, my parents aren't here insisting that I do homework or a teacher's not making sure I do my work on this. 
for some people that when you lose that structure, it oh, yeah. can take a... It doesn't go well. That first semester is kind of... Yeah, like, like I've seen lots of students that were good in high school and then kind of fell apart when yeah. they college just because of that. Yeah. Like, but don't get me wrong. get through college. I there were star students in high school. I did well in college, but that first semester compared to the second one, it, it was one of those, like, oh, the way I was studying... Because I was considered, like, a student that mm-hmm. tried and studied in high school, but I was like, even I have to step up yeah. more. I, on my end, I was fortunate enough to have been so lazy in yeah, high school and say. developed zero discipline or study habits that when I came to college, like it was like a clean slate. I'm like, all right, this is how I need to do this. So yeah, like what, no adjusting. what made that wake up call? Like, was it just, there, okay, I thank God I'm out of there. There I wasn't did. really a wake up call. I just got to college and I'm like, hey, I want to do well. So I did. <laughs> there yeah. wasn't like, oh, I failed this test. I need to get it together. Like, it was like, oh, hey, I'm here. Maybe it's probably... also when there's money on the line. Like, oh, I yeah, think that was costing <laughs> the money. money on the line. That was definitely contest. part of it. I think I may have just matured that summer too, which was good. Also, I just hated high school. Yeah. Like, I was just like more of just like a rebellious thing. Like, I just didn't want to do well because I did not like You didn't like administration. The teachers or staff like, and I liked some of the teachers. Like, I just thought for the most part, high school was bullcrap the way things were. And I hated busy work. And like, college, there was no busy work. So I'm like, all right, this is all practical stuff and things I'm learning about this subject. Like, there's no, like, all right, we finished class 20 minutes early. Here's a word search you have to do. It's like, all right, we finished yeah. class 20 minutes early. You get to leave. It's like, okay, I appreciate being treated like an adult or being treated like a person that has valuable time. So, yeah. All right, I'll try my hardest in this. And you're learning stuff that you actually want to learn. Yeah. Like, I'm paying money to learn this subject. Teaching it to me. Yeah. I yeah. Wanna, like, I'm not paying money. To now, learn what are your thoughts on science. gen eds? I get I understand the idea of being well-rounded. And yeah. on my end, I appreciate random knowledge. Like, like I yeah. like knowing things. Because I'm going to admit, like, my senior year, I technically only needed, like, two or, th- like, two college courses to graduate. Like, I had two business ones left. But I intentionally took, like, three extra gen eds that I wanted to because I actually enjoyed... Yeah. Like, I took archaeology and anthropology ones because yeah. I legitimately enjoyed them the one year i did like philosophy of film because i was an upperclassman and got into that and i was just like i'm actually enjoying this yeah like i enjoy them just because i like learning things so like when we play trivia i like having that real yeah. knowledge so on my on that and i'm okay with it but like some people i get like all right i don't give two crafts about art why do i have to take like this yeah like pottery like concept class or something like that so yeah i get it well it, yeah, that's kind of how I feel as well. And I guess it's also, you could argue the money thing again. Yeah. I have to pay for yeah, these courses. For Why do I? But I don't know. Personally, yeah. to me, if it's a gen ed that you're enjoying, like like I said, I'd rather have you be well-rounded. Because here's a little advice for anyone that's going into school or going back to school. I'm going to lay it out straight for you. Business sucks. It's a pretty boring major. You're mm-hmm. not going to have much excitement. No, and it's kind of a hard thing to teach, too, to a point, because a yeah. lot of it is like just things you learn by like doing internships or that intro-level job. Like A lot of it's like, conceptually, here's something that might work, but the way business is, especially in like America, like it's a lot of like lightning in a bottle stuff. Basically, almost, a lot of the yeah. stuff that you learn in the classes is stuff that you'll get training yeah. through your job, but a lot yeah, of places like, want that piece of paper. It's not... It's not a hard major. Like, my uh, my one friend that did, like, education, he's like, dude, 
I don't think I could do what you do. Not on the sake of like the difficulty. Cause like yeah. for emails and stuff, you're writing at an eighth grade level, but yeah. he's like the tedious and like mundane, boring stuff that you have to do. He's like, I would have tapped out. I was just like, I can't do this. Like I'm going crazy. That's definitely true. Like, so it's like, it's definitely one of those. It's very boring. Like, I enjoyed accounting stuff, but, like, at the same time, I can see, like, how, like, sitting yeah. there with, like, all right, here's 50 different things. Like, here's 50 different Like, there were certain fun it. elements, like yeah. marketing, but then when you try to apply to jobs for marketing, oh, uh, yeah, we're looking for someone uh, entry level with uh, six years' experience. It's like, well, fuck off. How am I supposed degree. to? Yeah, I hate that requirement. That's ridiculous. Like, what? It's such a common thing. I'm looking, so for, a, I'm looking for a young grad ready to grow with the company. Uh, five years experience. Yeah, like, so I'm like, all right, I expected you to have had a marketing job through all of college. So yeah. It's like, how was that possible? So it's like, I don't know. I always laugh whenever I see the digital marketing positions and the amount of years they expect someone to have. Yeah. It's like, all right, good luck with that. If you're looking for an entry-level person... Which basically they're like, yeah, we want to pay someone entry level, but they're experienced. Well, the thing with digital marketing is as you like, it changes so much with the way well, like, yeah. online formats change. So like a while, like even like 10 years ago, back before Facebook, like really, really got big. Like you had all these people learning marketing stuff that then got out in the field who had no idea how to function with Facebook ads. Yeah. So now, like, Facebook ads is a thing, like, you learn and understand, and, like, something soon is going to come out, I'm sure, that, like, replaces that a little bit. Like, like there's no way yeah. to train you for that. No, there's... Well, new stuff's being invented. And then not only that, the companies that are making it, like, the Facebooks, they don't even know, like, what they're going to do with that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when it started, they didn't know that they were going to have, like, a trillion-dollar, like, business yeah. of just people's data. and like. Well, yeah, I was going to say, and now with you. all this antitrust thing, now you, they're probably going to get limited in what data they can share yeah. and market. So, like, most of, like, market, like, marketing courses, especially on that, is like, all right, here are things that are working now, but you should be aware that there is a very high chance that none of this is going to matter in three years. Yeah. With business as a whole in college, like the co- whole concept, just general business, is fairly boring. But when you get into like the little like specifics, like yeah. marketing, finance, uh, accounting, whatever, yeah, you can find some so unique. That's like when you like hone exactly. down. That's when the stuff gets interesting. Like marketing research is very fascinating to me. Yeah, finance yeah. is fascinating to me. No, and that's that's the key thing. Once you like, I did international business and learning like about some of the foreign markets and exchange rates, like in fi- international finance and management and stuff like that. that I actually genuinely enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's cool stuff in it. It's just like, but I will say overall, like business, it's not an exciting topic. It's a practical one. Yeah. And, like, as far as, like, managerial stuff goes, like, you don't get taught that. You yeah. kind of learn it. So, like, lots of people just, like, kind of start up their own businesses without going to college for it and do great because you don't really necessarily need you, – yeah, you don't even necessarily like, – just, like, you blatantly don't need a degree to do that. Like, yeah. it's just – Like, I know a couple of people that did marine biology, and I know they really enjoyed it, but was, that's not easy to find a job yeah. after college. And yeah. Very limited. I think management, it's just, you can, if you can manage yourself, you can be a manager almost. If you ever see people that are late to work every single day, their clothes aren't ironed, you know, they're always like running low on money or running out, oh, my car almost ran out of gas. Like, what? You might get gas the night before, dummy. It's like, it doesn't take much to be a good manager. Just manage your life, and that's how you build skills. Yeah. Like, a lot of the best managers I know, like, 
manage their families well too. They like have all their kids like down pat. They control their family. Well, I, I mean, feel like it should be obvious, but obvious, it <laughs> obviously takes, like, it's not. I mean, that takes a level of awareness that like maturity don't always have. Like, hey, my car is going to run out of gas at some point, but. I need to be aware of where it's at. So, like, oh, I feel my car is going to be fine forever. Like, no, you have to, like, consistently watch your gas gauge. And that's just, I don't understand how, but that's just something some people don't pick up on for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. I got mine relatively timed out. Like, mileage-wise, I was like, all right, I can milk it out this far. Yeah. Especially with how far I have to commute. Well, a lot of mine came down to my dad, like, stressing like very adamantly like the car never gets below a quarter tank so like for a while there and called those like this fear of like if my dad catches my car below a quarter tank i'll get in trouble it's so, like always making sure it was filled up before that but that's a good oh i ride that by, it though. is it, like it helped train me to like my car oh, has never man. run out of gas but like i ride that shit till the light just, like, goes on very abs- extremely like almost to a point of it being silly like the strictness of the rule because like then he changed the rule and there's like all right half tank in winter like what do you mean half tank in winter like what if you get stuck on the side of the road like i think I'll be fine. I'll yeah, have four-wheel drive. You, you and, got a plan like that. Yeah. I work with a lady. She lives out in uh, Washington, but she lives in a little, like a field somewhere. And she's like, I have to keep all my cars at least at a quarter tank. I have to have at least one backup generator at all times because she'll lose power like for no reason, whatever. Like She's just like in like a wind tunnel in like the, the Pacific will, Northwest. Yeah, like consistently just knock her power out. And she'll be like, I may not have power for a day. I may not have it for two weeks. I have to be ready. Like she is like... It's basically like hoarders. Like, she yeah. has food and stuff prepped already just because she has to. She's like, oh, what's that show? Life Below Zero. Well, I guess where I live, that's not something I concern myself with. Like, no. being yeah. in the central Pennsylvania, Especially I don't worry about... Especially the last couple winters we've had. Yeah, global warming, really underrated. Yeah. Taking care of those winters, real good. I'm okay with it. I miss... Eh, I'm torn because <laughs> I really like snowboarding. Okay, recreationally that's fun but i think just snowing well i would love to be able to snowboard year round or have a longer dude then move go to dubai abu dhabi abu dhabi i'm sure it's cheap to live there uh or don't to get a good jobby i don't know get a job get a good jobby in abu dhabi passport will be screwed up for the rest of your life though that happened to my cousin oh really saudi arabia and anytime he tries to go somewhere now it's he's on the list an extra 30 minute process to get through the airport because he went to like Qatar and oh, like they probably thought he was other with ISIS, but he's also like pretty tan, so it doesn't help him at all. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to read our our little topics? Yep. So, um, Colin found this thing on Instagram that gives you like kind of like tags and possible like interests based off like ads and stuff. It's based off what you follow, what you search, okay. what you like on Instagram. I kind of so like, is this like part of the whole Big Brother watching you? Yeah, kind Hopefully. of. Hopefully, but it's, I like Big Brother. It's I almost comical at some points because <laughs> some of it I feel like it's dead on, and some of it's not. I want a little deep dive looking into this stuff. I've never had a Big Brother, so I'm glad I have one watching over me. Yeah, it's nice to have like that, like kind of like that figure to like make sure I'm okay. Yeah. Big Brother, Big Sister. This if, is just like doing that for everybody. If you don't have a Big Brother, yeah. I'd strongly recommend it. I have two, and it's pretty great. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty, like, now I have a, a digital one who keeps watch over me and tells me things I should like and listen to. And it, it's helpful. It is really nice. I'm okay with it. Like, yes. Take my data. Yes, I want to get that hunting knife. What am I going to use it for? I don't know, but my Big Brother hey, says it looks that's cool. That's pretty cool looking. <laughs> I agree. Thanks, Big Brother. Thanks, Big Brother. 
You want to read on your list, Josh? All right. So on my first list, I think the first one listed is tattoos, which I think is interesting. I guess I might look at tattoos when I scroll through. Maybe, like the, maybe you want a tattoo. Maybe I or, want a tattoo. Maybe I should get a tattoo. I was going to say, have you liked that or the band tattoo? Because I know no, we talked about that. this is just spelled normal tattoo. Oh. Two O's on um, nature, so yeah, I can see that yeah, nature. Yeah, I see a lot. I look at it a lot of like landscape shots, video games. So yeah, I th- do a lot of like Smash Bros. Rock stuff. climbing, um, would that be the nature? Beaches, pop music, what? rock music. Okay, I feel like rock music. Yeah, I say pop more music. rock music, pop music. Eh, yeah, comedy Just... movies, music videos, what? music, adventure travel. Music. There's gonna be some out of like music at all. <laughs> I don't know. Like that was me when I was in middle school. I, I didn't say, listen to any music our in middle Tyler school. Tyler isn't really into music. Yeah, like some people don't like music, but I was one of those at some point. This is mine, top of the list. All right, comedy movies. We shared that common interest. Electronic music? Eh, not really. Photography? I don't know how I got photography on my list. This is the weirdest one. Anime movies. Don't <laughs> know how that got on there. Surfing, snowboarding. Outdoor enthusiasm, or excuse me, outdoor enthusiasts. Burger King, Burger King. Nintendo <laughs> podcast. Hey, oh. And then way, Pokemon Go. I actually expanded mine a little bit and I got the yeah, anime movie too. Yeah, I went. So after that, there was mountains, action movies. I like this one parenting. <laughs> <laughs> parenting, heavy metal music. Nice. Anime movies, fishing, magazines, comics, and surfing. So some of those make sense. Some of those well, I'm not sure where they're coming from. I don't know. The Poke- Did you talk about Pokemon or something? And maybe they were like, oh, anime. I guess maybe. If you like something Pokemon. But it's so, like, finicky. If you go and you just, like, type in, like, whatever. Like, just search, like, a bunch of WWE stuff. Yeah. It's just going to be, like, WWE, Vince McMahon, Brock Lesnar, well, versus Raw. That's like, what happened on my Twitter thing. So, like, I spent so much time harassing The Rock where everything, like, every time I go to, like, recommended people to follow, like, there's always a bunch of, like, random no-names from, like, WWE currently. It's almost funny to just, like, mess with the system. Because one time I let a girlfriend use my phone for something. She was looking stuff up on Instagram. And I checked it the next day, and it was, like... Bachelorette, <laughs> TLC shows, <laughs> four weddings, like all this stuff, like going on the list. I was like, this isn't anything like me. <laughs> Instagram is like, what the hell is going on with this kid right now? I like, I've been trying to like make a conscious effort to see more rock climbing stuff, and like, I don't get very much of it still. It's really frustrating. Like, I click on a lot of rock climbing things just for the sake of like having more stuff in my feed, but I guess they don't want me to take it. It's more important for me to see stuff on beaches and parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Beaches. Do you post a lot about beaches on there? I don't. It was probably when we went <laughs> to Jamaica. You tagged, like, Jamaica. I did tag, like, okay. Well, no, I didn't. I, I don't I tag gonna... anything on my normal account. Oh, okay. All that tagging stuff was on the... But I, I've i been hearing people say, like, with the microphones on the phone, if it actually is listening, some of the stuff you talk about would show up. And we talked about Jamaica and, like, the whole beaches thing a lot. Man, that does sound like an invasion of privacy. I don't care. I don't that care either. I, mean, I can understand somebody my, being upset my, at that being a real thing, but my brother, I never had looking out for me. Yeah, I get it. Like sometimes your brother like sit, like stands at your open door and listens to you complain over the phone and thinks of cool ways to help you get through that moment. So I'm okay with it. Let's look up the table in a basement one. How do you find this? Uh, Let's see what table in a basements for anybody on Instagram. Instagram you go to the top right hand and you click on the three lines and you go to settings. And then you go, I think, security. You scroll down where it says access data. 
and you let it load up, and then you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then you scroll towards the bottom, and then you're going to go to where it says ads, ads interest, view all. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Slow. There we go. And then look at your list. This is interesting because there's only a couple on here with no option to add more. So <laughs> here's table in the basements, ad interest, podcast, old school hip hop, extraterrestrial Ooh. life, <laughs> Area 51, nice. well, Storm in Area 51, yep. Strawberry, DC Comics, Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> oh my gosh. So table in the basement, that's our ad interest right now. Yeah. Well, like, dude, I... Your phone definitely heard us yelling about strawberry shortcake. Oh, no, I tagged strawberry shortcake in a couple yeah, things. Yeah, you, you had something about a drink yeah. with strawberries or something? Yeah, I tagged it somewhere at some point, but maybe it did hear us. Either way. I like, like the first thing is podcast. Say, I like the idea that there is like some sort of like data mining facility out there trying to make sense of tape in the basements. Yeah. Like, how do we sell to these people? Well, now that I... I've realized as much as we have had a hard time figuring out, like, what do we describe our podcast to market it? It's pretty much like the ones I listen to. It just... Eclectic. It's just, honestly, it's real people just sitting down and having a conversation about whatever topics come up. Yeah, just kind of rolling with it. It doesn't really fit into a topic. Like, if you look at the podcast, it's like horror, sports, news and entertainment. Other comedy, other, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like random ones where it's like, uh, like hobbyists. It's like, what does that mean? Everything's a hobby if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, Where comedy, other. I just, I think, I think the ones I listen to, like, they're funny, so they just get thrown into the comedy. Yeah, you used to be able to like pick your own, so you, you could be like, just pick like this really like, sh- like a, sub-genre a and yeah. then become like the top of the list. And that they kind of fix that on iTunes, yeah, yeah. how actual the podcast system works. Speaking of iTunes, we're up to eight five-star ratings. Hooray! Say, making waves. Eight five-star ratings. It only took us... That's like 40 stars. Like 1,500 downloads in 26 episodes to get eight (laughs) ratings. 25. Get it right. This would be a 26. Yeah, but... You're right. (laughs) But if you know anything about marketing and how business works, the people that leave reviews... Are the core fans? Yeah, the core so fans. that's like having eight core. We got fans. eight core fans. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about it. You're gonna build up one day. One day. One day. We'll have sixteen core fans. Hey, that's double. That's double. You're right. I shot for double because that's the goal. Yeah. In three years, we'll have doubled our core fan base. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. All right. So, I guess we can move on and do the BuzzFeed quiz. Hey. Oh, BuzzFeed. Okay. Yep. So. Pick seven junk foods, and we'll tell you what percent trash you are. So this is a trending one, just like right there on the front page. Like, hey, I like junk food, and I also am constantly in fear that people think less of me than what I'm worth. So, but is being trashy good or bad? Um, I can't think of any situation where I normally associate trashy with good. <laughs> What if you're kind of like into trashy girls and you're like, I want that dirty girl? <laughs> I don't relate to that. Jared? So I don't know. I I always get pegged for that. Into trashy girls? Do I? Don't I? I think 
Tyler's the only one I've ever heard say this. And it's, you... it's just I've gone along with it for so far. Now you believe it? I don't know, maybe. Maybe he's going to bully you into a stereotype <laughs> to make it come true. Just to make it easier. So Yeah. All right. Maybe I do that. Well, it's like when I was, uh, what was my name for photos at the wedding? I don't know. Was it Brian? Brian. Oh, yeah, Brian. Brian. I it Brian. And I was just like, fine, I guess I'm Brian. Yeah, Tyler called Jared Brian <laughs> to the photographer. And then the photographer was getting pissed at me. Whatever your name is. I was like, <laughs> trying to like, hey, Brian, do this. And like, Jared wasn't paying attention because his name is a Brian. Brian. Brian, move over to the right. What? That's Jared. <laughs> your name's not Brian, is it? No, it's Jared. <laughs> but then Tyler kept saying Brian. So then she was getting mad at me. And I was like, don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first question, pick some chips. We've got Lay's Classic, we've got Lay's Salt and Vinegar, Tostitos Tortilla Chips, Nacho Cheese Doritos, Ruffles Original, or Pringles Sour Cream and Onion. Now, I'm not sure which one I'm going to pick. Cause I already picked. I like Sour Cream and Onion Pringles, but I haven't had them in forever, and I think, generally speaking, Salt and Vinegar is my favorite kind of chip, even though I'm not much of a chip person in general, though. Really? That's your favorite? I like Salt and Vinegar a lot. It's not bad. I, I'm i a vinegary guy, though. Yeah. I, like I, don't, I don't like the vinegar that much. I had to go with default sour cream and onion pringles yeah. just because sour cream and onion is my favorite. Yeah. I feel slighted because the yeah. local brand was not on there, and the local brand is my personal favorite. Nettlesworth? Yeah. 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 Central PA. Um, something, all right, so Tostitos. Well, I want to – yeah, I was going to say who has that as just a plain normal Yeah, like chip? I – absolutely not. Like if the option was to make nachos with that, I would pick that instead. But like Tostitos, maybe if I had some salsa, I'd be more into it. But I don't know. It doesn't speaking. say what's your favorite t- chip. It just says pick some chips. Yeah, pick some chips. So pick them. So. That's what you got to do. All right, so I'll just go with the salt and vinegar. I'm going to go – well, and here's the other – so here's here's the other technical thing. Pringles aren't a chip. They're not? No, they're technically a potato crisp. Okay, so I feel um, like I should be excluded from this con. Anyone... Well, so should I, because I'm picking Pringles. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> so that is the most pretentious way to describe Who the hell just likes original Ruffles? I like the ripples in them, but I want Dude, flavor to my Ruffles. When the Ruffles have ridges, they're so good. I like the cheddar cheese like, ones, though. Yeah, oh my. Yeah. Can I get that cheesy cheddar sour cream? <laughs> All right, so next question. Pick some candy. We've got Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Skittles, uh, classic M and M's, Kit Kat, now, Sour Patch Kids, or Starburst. I'm not. I'm gonna level with you. I would have preferred if they'd have had two categories. Because honestly, whether I have a fruity candy or, or a chocolate candy, it depends on the yeah, mood. Yeah, it's two very different moods. Like here, right? maybe that describes my level of trash. Maybe that's maybe that's the genius of this test. Genre of trash. This is like that's the test coming into it's, play, though. You can definitely break candy into like gummies or mm-hmm. chocolate base. Yeah, I'm always a chocolate guy, so I'm really torn between Kit Kat or Reese's. Both things I enjoy a whole lot. I, I went with Reese's. I like everything Reese's. Reese's yeah, Reese's chocolate. Is, you make a Reese's s'more. Yeah, Re- I'm gonna Reese's go Reese's Blizzard. Basically. Yeah, Reese's is. What about you, Jared? <sighs> uh... I cannot stand Skittles for the life of me. I have one, and I, I will get so sick yeah. to the point of almost throwing up. I feel like I liked Skittles more as a kid. Well, here's the thing with those gummies. Than I do now. Like, those gummy ones or, like, those Skittle ones, like, the fruity ones, like, they make your teeth hurt so much faster. Yeah. Like, they're so much more, like, they feel so much more sugary. I mean, for this one, Kit Kat, hands down, is not, shouldn't be on, at least in my opinion. I like Kit Kat. 
I like Kit Kat, but I feel but like that But it's not was... a favorite. It's just a wafer. That, well, that but was... it's covered in chocolate. I feel like Kit Kat represents, like, the Twix, the Three Musketeers, yeah. like, all those, like, oddballed ones that aren't straight up chocolate. I also don't really care for M&M's. I only like the peanut M&M's. I like M&M's I like a lot. now that they're bringing out the M&M variants, where it's, mm-hmm. like, hazelnut, white chocolate, yeah. M&M, yeah. peanut. So just, like, the peanut butter, like, not the peanut, the peanut butter. Or I should, I, like I should say... As much as I'll eat M&M's, I don't care for, like, cookies with M&M's in them. Okay. I don't know why, because I like chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookies, but there's something about that crunch yeah. of the candy. I can see where you're coming the from. Is even an ice cream. Like, I don't like a flurry or a blizzard yeah. with M&M's well, then in it. Then it gets too hard and you can't eat them. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Hard M&M's. They're, they're like pebbles. That'll break your teeth. Pebbles. Break your teeth, kid. It's like buckshot. Did you ever hear about people putting Skittles in a freezer? When I worked at the gas station, see, I've heard about Reese's all the cups time. in the freezer. They're like, put it in the freezer, and it's so much better. No, Skittles no. are gross no matter. They're what. already hard to chew. Why I'm going to make Reese's. that harder. Hey, was that a three-way tie? Yeah, for three-way Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. All right, so here's something. Hundred percent trashy, right there. Pick something hot. We got bacon cheeseburger, pizza, fried chicken, hot wings, nachos, or tacos. Oh boy, this is a strong list on this one. This I is don't a know. very. I I wish I could do all of the above. Yeah, I'd go with all of the above. These are all good. I think I'll eliminate fried chicken just out of like the yeah, work. Yeah, uh, that's definitely it low. Um, I'm also going to eliminate bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. Because I know I've said this before. Bacon, way too much publicity. Overrated. Bacon's the Not cool saying kid. It's fine by itself, but like when I want to say three or four years ago where it was Denny's like, yeah, let's make a bacon milkshake or yeah, let's make a chocolate covered bacon. It's like, all right, people, we are bacon's the kid in middle school who peaked, but now he's in high school and people like yeah. still associate him as being the super cool kid in middle school, but he's not really that great anymore. He's when you actually sit yeah. down and like look at bacon. It... <sighs> all right. Pass. Well, not a jerk. Bacon but, like, was like yeah. the number one food. Therefore, how then it like totally switched. And now it's like spinach. It's like, how do we go from bacon to Kale. spinach? Yeah. Spinach. Kale. <laughs> Kale think, was like the hipster food that became popular. Right. Yeah. I think I'm going nachos. Like something All like right. where I'm at right Word. now in life. Like a really, really well filled up plate of nachos with good cheese, good like salsa or meat with it. Just can't beat it. Yeah. I'm going nachos on this one. I went with straight up fried chicken. I'm going. That's my favorite food. I'm going chicken. hot wings just because I love me some hot wings. wings. Oh, dude. Swings. Hashtag bring them back. Hashtag bring them back. Bring them back. Deliver, deliver us. Pick a soda. See, this is another low-key, pretty strong list. We got Coca-Cola, Pepsi, which if you pick Pepsi over Coke, I... I don't know. My hey, be careful. My grandpa was a Pepsi guy. I guess. And I, I just, think I may have picked it up from. I don't drink soda that much anymore. Me but, either. Yeah. yeah. This was like the throwback category. Ginger ale, which this is something Josh and I very much agree with. Underrated and underappreciated, oh, yeah. underappreciated. soda. If they would have thrown that cranberry ginger ale in there, Ooh, oh, that see, good. that's a favorite. Feliz Navidad. Yes. PSA. Have you ever had the raspberry ginger mm-hmm. ale one oh, yeah. as well? Really good. Very strong yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. So, also, there was Dr. Pepper, Sprite, and Mountain Dew. Okay, I'm going to guess Mountain Dew is going to make you the most trash. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's why I went with Mountain Dew, baby. If you go to the Dew. High school, Josh would have picked Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper at, like, any given moment. But I haven't had yeah. either of those two in a long time. I'm picking Ginger Rush because I agree. It's one of the... Yeah. It's- okay, so I'm torn here because I love Dr. Pepper, but part of what I loved... This is what Sam and I loved doing in high school. We loved talking about Mr. Pibb because we felt like it was the underrated cousin. So 
We in our stock market game, I think we even bought shares in PIB (laughs) just because we were trying to support it. And when the Wendy's in our our area got rid of PIB and switched it to Dr. Pepper, I was heartbroken, devastated. You were about to protest. Um, I feel like if you pick Mountain Dew, like you got to like go ramp like a dirt bike or like ride like a BMX bike or something like that. I haven't had it. How did that become the extreme sports drink? I don't know. Well. Well, you had Code Red that was like the gamer drink, and then Mountain yeah. Dew was kind of like, all right, if you just make it the normal one, I guess you can yeah. take it to the outside. I people. feel like it. You one of three things with Mountain Dew. You're either an extreme sports person, correct? A slug at a Pizza Hut buffet, correct? Or in a trailer park, <laughs> correct? I was going to say trailer park. three for three. Hey! All right, so an interesting thing. Well, I don't really trashy. know if this is true or not, but there was one memory I have from early college where there was this one guy I knew who drank Coke. constant Mountain Dew, and the one time like he was drinking it, and he just like looked at us with his big smile, like, "Yeah, you hear about like Mountain Dew? It lowers your sperm count." I'm like, I one, I don't know if that's something to be as happy about as you are, and two, I'm not sure. Although I do want to get, well, no, he fits in the sports. I had the algebra teacher in high school that drank Mountain Dew, like that was his yeah. coffee, and he was very smart. He's the outlier. Yeah, I never got that. Why do people drink Mountain Dew as a substitute for coffee? Coffee's so much better. Coffee, yeah. and I've better. heard about the sperm yeah. thing. How do you fi- find that out? I don't know. Yeah, it's like a test or something. Or? We'll, we'll test it. We're going to start drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah. And, and then we'll all... Uh, and then we'll figure that out. I'll get the cups up there. <laughs> we'll, we'll take samples. Send it to the lab. Or maybe it's like... Maybe... Uh, I'm sure Little Tykes has a microscope for kids. Or maybe so. it doesn't have so much to do with it. the Mountain Dew or as it does the people that drink it. So like we're talking about like dirt bike people. Whose crotches take more abuse than somebody riding on a dirt bike up and down mountains? Yeah. So no, maybe like the people you're testing are just like completely annihilated their junk to the point where the like, sperm count is already mutilated. a broken machine. <laughs> you drink the dew, you grind the rail, yeah. board slips out, nut yourself. Yeah, exactly. You so like, with the dew. Yeah, like your sperm segment that is drinking Mountain Dew is also like simultaneously aggressively destroying the way their testicles function. So yeah. maybe that's it. I don't know. But anyways, I picked um, ginger ale just because yeah. as someone who's of drinking age, going to a bar but not feeling like drinking – I hate that pressure of not ordering anything. So I'm like, all right, I'll get like a ginger ale. A nice cheap thing to drink so the bartender leaves me alone. I want Coke because as someone that is the drinking age, Coke mixes so great with things. So does ginger ale though. Ginger ale is a great mixer. They're the two best mixers in my opinion. I feel like to me Coke is just like – Personally to me, I prefer a Jack and Coke over a Jack and Ginger. They're both great. But rum Mm -hmm. and Coke over rum and – Ginger. For what me. about a Jack and a Mountain Dew? I don't know what uh, <laughs> Mountain, Mountain Dew is vodka. That's just straight vodka that you'd mix it with. That's interesting. Vodka, you can pretty much mix anything. Yeah, vodka goes anything. Just straight vodka. If you feel, if you're really a big fan of Sharpies. Yeah. Well, I will admit. At uh, Mike's bachelor party, when we had a higher quality, I was like, "Oh, this is how it's supposed to." <laughs> This is what real alcohol tastes like. This is... But, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil myself. Anywho, let's pick a sweet treat. So we've got ice cream, cake, cupcakes, sorbet, brownies, and pie. Again, all of the above, minus sorbet. Get out of here. So right off the bat, though, it's like a shaved ice. It's like, I think that's like... Why they zero just call it Italian ice? I think that's the zero percent trash trash option because they called it sorbet. Yeah, like that's like a very thinly veiled like this is gonna lower your percentage. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure which one to pick. 
I like all these. Brownies are kind of weaker for me. Like I've had really good brownies in really isolated situations. Normally when I have brownies, like they're a little, little bit too dry. Yes, way yeah. too dry. I don't like the brownies times. that like you taste like the oil in them. Those are gross. But I can yeah. easily knock out like an entire tray of brownies myself yeah. single-handedly. I also, I really am only a big brownie fan if it has like chocolate chips in it mm-hmm. or chunks of chocolate yeah, in it. Because if it's something else just like a brownie cake, it's, yeah. it's not Or like those good. blonde brownies? Those are yes. Blondie, I've never been satisfied with a blondie. Really? Never been satisfied. I feel like for cake and cupcakes, it all comes down to the uh, the icing that's on it. Yes. Because you yeah. can have real good cake, but you put that fake icing crap on there. Yeah. No yeah. mess. Not yeah, good at all. Yeah. I'm not sure what to pick. I think I'm going to eliminate cupcakes just because... Gone. It's the same thing as a cake. Yeah. It's yeah. just yeah. And I would... I Come on. Am I going to eat a little cupcake or eat a fucking whole wheel of cake? Give the, me that The pie in the photo of the quiz looks like the worst pie yeah. ever. Yeah. That is like some shit they would serve you at high school. It's mm-hmm. like, who who made this? All right, so ice cream, this is a picture of soft serve. I'm I know more you're of a, a hard serve guy. guy. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm between ice cream and cake right now. I want ice cream. I like an old facets and forms. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I'll go cake. Generally speaking, I think I've eaten... Several times more cake in my life than I have ice cream, so hmm. that's more just a statement on how much cake I eat. They should have doubled down when ice cream cake. Oh, hit both parties. All right, so next question. Go ahead, Jared. I want ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry. Um, pick some cookies. We got Oreos. Any type of Girl Scout cookies. Keebler Soft and Chewy Cookies, Milano, the Pepper, Pepperidge Farm. Farm Milano's, Fig Newtons, this is, or Nella Wafers. This is an odd list. Yeah. Nella Wafers are underappreciated. Nella Wafers are. I just think it's with them. I mean, having a bunch of toddler nephews, I, there's <laughs> nothing better than stopping over for a visit and getting my fill of Nella Wafers. Nella Wafers are <laughs> like the most bang for your buck because a, a box of those is like a nickel and then you get a thousand yeah. cookies in it. And uh, yeah, like 20 or 30 cookies count as a serving. Yeah. Unlike Oreos where it's like three. <laughs> so Oreos are, I think, pretty arguably like a very solid standard cookie. Girl Scout cookies, you disagree? I disagree with Oreos. On what basis? Go ahead. That. They're like, oh, it's milk's favorite cookie. Yeah, because you need a giant glass of milk to eat one Oreo. I, I, I get down with, like, the specialty flavors, like the peanut butter or the Christmas kind. That's fine, like, every once in a while, but no. Somebody was like, I'm going to bring cookies. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, bring in Oreos. I'm like, just don't even come hang out with me. <laughs> I'm okay with Oreos. I don't drink it with milk that often, to be honest. Um, so, Girl Shot Cookies is the next one. Um, I like Girl Shot Cookies. I think they're really good. But what you're paying for the size of box, it's not a whole lot of bang for your buck. It's really not. That's one of those things when Girl Scout season comes around, it's like, do I want the tag-alongs? When they're the same price as the Thin Mints, but with the Thin Mints, I get four times the amount yeah. of cookies. I would say, like, yeah, but, weighing your options. Yeah, tag-alongs are great. It's just you don't get that many per box. So, like, they're good, but, like... Even the new S'mores one, you get less S'mores ones than yeah. you do tag-alongs. The yeah. new S'mores ones are pretty good, though. Got to think economically on that. Um, Keebler's, the soft, chewy cookies, that was, really like, one of the best things Keebler's ever done. Yeah. I love the soft, chewy ones. Really good. So, Milwana's, I can't really think of enough to, like, I, I haven't had them enough time to really know. Fig Newtons, I think, are, like, a dark horse for me. I love Fig Newtons. I'm a huge fan of Fig Newtons. I feel like that's, like, I'm going to Grandma's house. She's breaking up the Fig Newtons. I'm okay with that. I love Fig Newtons. The one, the one time we went to see a movie as a group, like, I down when Jared was in Lancaster, and, like, we bought snacks, and I remember buying Fig Newtons intentionally. Oh, at that, uh, 
that yeah, like the movie theater. Movie, movie the dollar theater. theater. Yeah. When we, was it, when we see the Expendables? Three. Was it two? two. Expendables two. two. or three. Yeah, it was, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell you, it's the same movie. Yeah. They killed the stray dog I adopted. They killed the dog I adopted. After my entire plume got worked out. So I'm going with Newtons. I went with the Keebler Soft Chews as like just a solid all-around good Man. cookie. But if you get like a nice cup of coffee and you eat like a couple Milanos yeah. and like put them out on a plate, just, oh man, so classy. Maybe that's, this that's is, the least trashy. I always, there. I used to make these trashiest, biggest Oreo sundaes. I would put like eight scoops of ice cream in and oh then my. do like six or eight Oreos in it. I mean, so I, I got to go Oreos, the classic. All right, so last question. Now just pick one more. So this is like a hodgepodge of things. We got Cheetos, yeah. oatmeal cream pies, hot fries, Ho-Hos, Fritos, and cheese at crackers. None of the above. I really don't like any of these options, so I just went with Cheez-Its. I'm not a fan of the hot fries. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Pies. Cheetos are too greasy for my liking, personally. I like the Cheetos cheese puffs more than, like, the classic Cheetos. Yeah, because the sticks that they're showing here, it just, they get you your hands so... Yeah. I remember I would, if I had them packed in a lunch, and then I would, like, touch... Because I, I did a brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to pack a lunch, in my opinion. And if you put your hands on it, it would just leave a grease coating that you could see through. Yeah. And... I, I don't your know. packed lunches. I remember I used to like rip faces in your bags. Yeah, you did. <laughs> eat me. Eat me, Jared. Let's <laughs> spit up all your lunch onto the table. It was, it was the same impersonation you would do with uh, Zach's book for Naked Lunch. Oh, yeah. Read me, Zach. We had a friend in high school named Zach who would read. If never read the book Naked Lunch, it's very like, odd. Insanely disturbing. It's very odd and it's disturbing. So like, I used to like personify it as just this monster that would harass Zach. Yeah. That would do that voice. Zach, read me. And then it would throw up words at him. But anyways, very strange, out of context, small side note. Um, so I think I'm going to go oatmeal cream pie because generally speaking, I think Little Debbie's are the most important foundation really of the American diet. And we really yeah. should have Nikki back on the show sometime to argue... Why does she not like them? Oh, she it's an interest she just has an interesting as a baker her views on snack cakes. Yeah, well she's she's flat out wrong about the butterscotch crimpets. <laughs> We've had okay, yeah, so she I said love she, yeah. She's okay. I like butterscotch crimpets too. That's how we got on this. Like Jared yeah. and I have had this ongoing argument about butterscotch crimpets, and they are I like them a lot. I like butterscotch crimpets. Like what's what's your beef with them again, Jared? It's been a while since we've No, no, I love them. It was Nikki who hated them. It was Nikki? Yeah. Oh. I forgot about this. Yeah. She was the one that said something about, and you and I were just like, no. I love butterscotch no, crimpets. No, they're one of, they're my favorite. They're so good. The they're Tasty so cake good. Yeah, like yeah. the Tasty Cake butterscotch crimpet. They're delicious. I don't know. I just, I just call, I call everything a Tasty Cake, basically. I guess it's the way yeah. I they're, they're all little Debbie Tasty Cakes. They're the same yeah. thing. But anyways. The one with like the, yeah, like a yeah. butterscotch, like yeah. icing. All right. Kind of like sticks. So let's. What's everybody's results? Drum roll, please. Oh, hey, I'm pretty mild. I got twelve percent trash. <laughs> oh, like what's your thing? Mostly not trash. Your garbage percentage is so low; it's almost non-existent. Hey, how about that? Okay. 
I think it's because I didn't pick Mountain Dew. You should pick the Dew. Would have got you higher. No, this, I'm confused at this. All right, go ahead, Colin. We'll finish uh, up with mine. I got 29% trash. <laughs> Twice as trashy as you, Jared. Not very trash. Make no mistake. You're garbage. <laughs> You're just not very garbage percentage-wise. Thank you. All right, everybody. I'm, you're garbage. Big moment. Qualify his was bad. 100% trash. <laughs> I nice. knew it. Give it up. I you knew it. You are full-blown garbage. You're a dumpster filled to the brim. You couldn't really fit any more trash in there. I am so confused as to my choices that got me. So, all right, I can see oatmeal cream pies as being in that category. Fig Newtons, though, I would argue adamantly. What kind of grandma are you going to go up and say, you are trash for eating Fig Newtons? That is a grandma cookie. I agree with Jared. Grandmas eat that. I don't – when I think of, like, trashy people, grandmothers never cross my mind into that category. I guess it depends on your grandma. It does. Cake is, like, so hit or miss. Like, this cake here is, like, a pretty nice-looking, like, tiered cake. Like, it's, like, layered, and, like, that's not... Well, but you do, like, carrot cake, so I think that's why. It knew. What kind of, like, trash person do you know eats carrot cake actively, Jared? I don't know. Serial killers. That's not, that's not the kind of, like, that's not the same group of people. I just went through and tried to pick, like, the most trashy options, and I only got 75%. You are. I don't know what you did. It's got to be the ginger ale. What happened? How is ginger I don't, ale? No, no, no. I'm not agreeing. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking the person that made this but test. I am baffled. Ginger ale is worse than Mountain Dew? There, I would be stunned if it was. All right, I'm going to go with I, so like nachos. Okay, I guess so. I think and, it was the nachos, the Oreos. All right, let's go. I'm just going to change... From ginger ale to Mountain Dew. Let's let me retake the test Let's quick. Refresh it. Let's see what. happens. Oh, and keep all your other answers the yeah, same. Yeah, we'll keep everything the same. We'll just see what happens if I change ginger ale. This is how we'll know how valid this test actually is. So pick a soda, Mountain Dew. So cake. I feel like we're in high school trying to take that like crush test, and you're trying to match up with yeah. the crush on purpose. Like what Fig would Newtons, this girl pick? Oatmeal cream pie. I forgot about that thing. All right, so I still got 100% trash, so there's something in there. Like, even when I changed ginger ale. I think it's the Oreos that are doing it. Change the Oreos. I didn't pick Oreos. I picked Fig Newtons. Oh, okay. Which I still don't understand. Okay, How is Fig Newtons a trash? I don't understand. That should bring you down some, unless you're over the 100% with everything you took. Apparently. Like, like does how... it break it down by percentage? Like, you choose Pepsi. That gets you, like, plus five like, points? salt and vinegar... Chips, I don't really see as being... I would have picked Doritos as being the worst option That's there. That's what I picked when I picked the worst option. I get 75%. Maybe Reese's? I think Sour Patch Kids Maybe it's more. just like the peanut butter element that that's maybe. trash. Yeah. I don't know. A nacho-wise? I don't... A classy okay. plate of nachos. Like, you like, get like some like really like some... Uh, had, like, braids. No, no. There's no such thing. Even a classy nacho is No, no, no. Trashy. You have not had good nachos then, Jerry. Yeah, I have. Have you been to Mercado? Yeah, I have. That is not a trashy plate of nacho. I've been uh, out there... I State College. There's this place that makes braised beef with their I nachos. I went to a formal restaurant that had nachos. And look, even, even your finest plate of nachos is viewed... As trash. That's what I'm like. And like, that's just, a false assumption. It's just the, I, the concept okay. of nachos as a whole. I can agree false. with you, but the concept of nachos as a whole is I'm in a trailer park and I'm going to microwave this Velveeta. Yeah, which is yeah, wrong. Velveeta cheese. Incorrect. Or cheese whiz. Fake cheese. Incorrect. A Look, nice Josh, blend I'm, of other cheeses. I'm sorry. Like, it's that's just, not how people view nachos. And how people view nachos, like the... Like, the general view on nachos is so blatantly wrong, like, it offends me. I, 
you know, fair enough, but... I like, agree with you. You can go someplace and get, like, a decent the way, plate of nachos with, like, yeah. pork or steak on it. You can get great authentic Mexican food, but, <laughs> <laughs> but with Taco Bell, foods. Del Taco, and the Americanized version of it, we kind of have a negative perception, or a trashier perception of Mexican food up here. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So, yeah, like, so, I... This is a fun test to take. I like talking about it. But anyway, but Josh, the important takeaway, Josh is 100% I'm 100% trash. trash. You're a complete dumpster. Apparently. Fig, I still, the Fig Newtons thing especially, like, I feel like that should, like, drain me of some percentages. Yeah, I'm kind of, I would have thought the Oreos were. <laughs> to say, like, the Oreos or the Keeblers are definitely, in my opinion, more trashy picks than Fig Newtons, but all right. Hey, shut up. You're a dumpster. All right, fine. I'm a dumpster, but... Whatever. Speaking of trash, I'm going to share a little story. I want you guys to tell me <laughs> if you think I'm an asshole. Uh, so there's this thing on Reddit where people go and they're like, tell me if I'm an asshole. And they like share a story. So this is my story. Uh, this is a couple months ago. I was leaving work. And in the parking lot, there was this guy standing by his car, like in the middle aisle, like the road where you're supposed to drive on to get between the parking lot. And I'm like, what is he doing there? So I'm like kind of staring at this guy while I'm sitting in my car trying to leave for the day. And I realized his car is completely dead. So he's trying to move his car. So instead of like pushing it like a normal person would, he opened the door and grabbed the roof and tried to pull the car backwards. And I was like, look at this fucking idiot. I was like, maybe I should go help him. Then I'm like, no, if you're that dumb, I'm not going <laughs> to help you. So I was trying to go around him to leave, but he was blocking the entire parking lot. I had to drive all the way around the other side of the parking lot to get out. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there watching him. I'm like, maybe I should like film him, like post it on Barstool or trying to get like likes off this and just make fun of this guy. At the same time, I'm just sitting there watching this guy struggle and other people are just straight up walking by him, not helping him out yeah. at all. So do you guys think I'm the asshole for not helping? Um, I'm not going to. Prior to this. I went to hold the door for somebody, but when I reached back, I hurt my back and pulled a muscle in it, and I okay. went to hurt my back even, even more by trying to push this so car out. already got burnt a little I, bit by trying to help. I am going to say, out no, if you would have filmed it or yelled, hey, you fucking loser, that's <laughs> yeah. not how you do that, <laughs> then you would have been an asshole. I think, generally speaking, you were an observer, and everybody else was also observing it, so you're yeah. not really worse than the rest of the people there. And you also had just hurt your back, so yeah. I can understand that too. Like you can't, you don't come back from back injuries very easily, and like you shouldn't. No. Like that works. example, when your one brother's friends like threw the cake out the window at someone, that's a level <laughs> of asshole. Allegedly, if, if they just drove by and yelled, that's a lesser grade. I mean, I kind of felt bad, but there was no way I could. call AAA. Yeah. They, you could have towed your car out of there. Then after that, I didn't see that guy for like two weeks. I'm like, well, he got fired from not showing up to work because he didn't have a car. But he's back. He didn't get fired. Yeah. Same car. I don't know what happened, but hmm. I mean, call now, AAA. I, I don't learn to push a car. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that, I would also that's what made me mad about the whole thing. He was going about it all the wrong way. Yeah, there's a way to do this. Well, I feel like if I were to watch harder. him, I would be confused. Like, what is he trying? Well, it to took do? me a little bit. I was like, what is he doing? Like, I sat there for probably a minute before I realized, like, oh, his car is not working. Like, yeah. he was just trying to pull it like this, hmm. and he didn't have that big. He had like a Jetta, a Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah, strange. It wasn't like he had a monster truck out there. He was trying to pull. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe. He was I guess going it, for the harder workout. It would have been nice to, but again, that's easier said than done. And, and if there were people that literally walked right by and didn't do anything, 
and you were like just, in your car. Like away. they didn't even see him walk straight past. Him. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's bad. I always have a bad back. Yeah, I have an excuse. No, I I give you, I give you slack on that one. About you, <laughs> one time. I mean, it's just. I don't. One really... time, my car shut off in an underpass, and I was getting out and pushing it, and someone was like going behind me slowly, and then they went on and like blared the horn at me. I was like, "You dickhead! It's obvious I'm my out here not working, trying to push jerk. the car." Thankfully, a cop came up and helped me push it over. I wish he would have shot the person that honked at you. But That's yeah, what bugs like me. He followed me, and then just went by. <laughs> like, yeah, add insult to injury. How, how'd you push the car though? Uh... Describe it to me. I literally got out, pushed from the trunk, and then when I got it started, I had to go over and steer the wheel yeah, straight. Th- that's what you're supposed to do. To you open the car door, and you push from the door and steer with the other hand. Yeah. That's how you do it. You get it started from the back, not try to pull it. By the way, we're, a parking lot is also on a hill, so if you're trying to pull it up a hill... <laughs> I was like, dude, you're not that strong. I, I would just be like, he probably I am, had the thing in park too. He didn't even realize. I it. am baffled right now. Yeah, I'm more baffled. The person that honked at you. I thought like, you were, what kind of like lack of awareness? Like, oh, this person's car say, broke down. I should honk at them. <laughs> yeah, well, that was my. Thought they as got well. behind you and put their four ways on. I was also just outside of Lancaster. I was near yeah. a city. Watch so, it. all right, people from the city, defend yourself. Yeah. Why is that okay? Yeah, city people. Because his car was in dude, the way. So we played. We had a show in inner city Philly, and let me tell you, people already, like, jut in. Trying to do that shit with a full van and a trailer, that was a nightmare. Yeah. Parking in the city. There were so many narrow streets where I had to get the turn started, back up and adjust the trailer, and go. Like, it was... It was tough. Like, what part of Philly were you in? Central. Oh, okay. Like, uh, literally, Josh, if I'd have... I went by the street if we'd have turned on Spring Garden to go to Union Transfer. Hmm. That okay. part, yeah. like that, central the Philly. City, city with all the big buildings. City, city. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Did you get a cheesesteak? Didn't hate? get to, no. Damn. Next time, buddy. Yeah. Didn't have a chance. Which one Which one was the better of the two? I couldn't remember. Uh, I forget now. Pat's. Okay. Is that the name of it? Yeah, Pat's. I know you got both. I got both. I'd probably do the same thing. You got the stomach so. for it. I believe in you. Word. I'll have to keep that in mind next time. But, yeah. Trying to drive in Philly. I stand by. I still do not. Cities in general, Philly in particular, has like a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. At some point, Logan said he was going to defend Philly's honor. Which... Well, I will say, compared to driving in New York, compared to the two. I've never, yeah, I've never done New York, so I don't have Philly's that definitely. It's just I've driven I would say in s- Philly and around Philly enough City-wise, at least what I've had, what I consider city, um, Pittsburgh wasn't bad. The bad part about Pittsburgh is when you're navigating all those bridges and tunnels. Yeah, That's Pittsburgh, the bad part of Pittsburgh. Also terrible. I've lived in Pittsburgh for a year. Driving in Pittsburgh But, like, downtown Pittsburgh isn't as bad, in my opinion, as downtown Philly. Most of Pittsburgh is just, like, people... It's really a general complaint, but just, like, lack of turn signals is frustrating, especially when, like, yeah. there's a lot of two-lane ways and a lot of, like, really, like, sudden, like, turn-offs. So, like, okay, I need this. And also, yeah, the bridges. Once you get on a bridge and if you're going the wrong way, like, you're – if you don't make an illegal U-turn, you're going to be going yeah. a long way until you can correct your course. <laughs> you're going to New Orleans state. also looked sketchy. I saw a Pathfinder – well, I saw the aftermath of it literally get T-boned by a trolley in the center of the road. Like – that it's one of those there's a street in philly 
that also shares like a line with like a trolley train that when you drive on it, it's like, am I, am I in a lane right now? Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah, those, it's like Northern Philly. Those trolleys don't stop for anybody, and yeah. traffic is supposed to stop for trolleys, which makes the trolleys better for transportation purposes. Oh, no, I would definitely, uh, definitely I, see that. I remember that. when you lived in Pittsburgh, and I was, like, reading the news one day, and it was, like, Uber is testing Pittsburgh's, like, Uber's testing their driverless cars in Pittsburgh because it's the worst city to drive in. I was like, yeah. yeah. It's pretty terrible. But just, like, the different grades, it's, like, yeah. half on a mountain, so. I think that's weird, the like, other trouble. streets. I don't know. It's just for me, and I guess there's a lot of rural areas of Philly. I just, Pittsburgh's got a lot of, like, urban development. Pittsburgh is also constantly under construction. Like, that, I, never, I think, is the bad part about Pittsburgh. I walked everywhere so I could learn how to get there. Yeah. Because, like, trying to drive anywhere and, like, learning your way was impossible. They've been under construction since 1995. Ro- yes. <laughs> there were always new roads that were being repaired. And the whole city constantly spelled, like, new road work. Because yeah. there was always road work somewhere. So, and like, they, it's, it's always by yeah. those tunnels, which is a nightmare yes. to navigate to begin with. Yeah. I hate it. Like, now that you bring it up, Pittsburgh is worse driving-wise than Philly by far. Cause yeah. Just in general. Like, I remember there was, like, I a, didn't think about... I didn't take construction into consideration. I think there was, like, um, an insurance company study on, like, accidents. And Pittsburgh was, yeah, like, rated towards the top of, like, worst drivers in the country. Like, I agree. Yeah. I've been with them. As somebody that got an accident in Pittsburgh, As somebody you would agree. Yes, yeah, somebody... Yeah, that's a good point. me on a bridge. I, I definitely know Philly way more than... Yeah, because you can't learn Pittsburgh by road because it's always under construction. There's always detours taking you to random spots. Yeah. It is the worst. Huh, how about that? As somebody that kind of lives – I don't live in the city now. I live outside the city, but I have to drive on two highways to get yeah. to work. That On average, my like – Well, and yours isn't too bad. Mine's not too bad, but if I had to like clock like how fast I go on average to get to work, it's probably like – at least 65 miles per hour yeah. to the point that I'm used to driving that. So if I get going to like 70 or 80, that's really nothing to me. My car, my car's not that fast. I'm not bragging or anything. I'm just saying, but now I come back here and it's all like back country roads. And I'm like still going like 65, 70. And I'm like, I need to like switch my brain and be like, Hey, I can't yeah, drive like that. I, that. It's a switch in your head. And when mm-hmm. you drive in the city, not to be like, cliche but it's it's a dog eat dog world out there boys you oh just yeah gotta, you just gotta be like you gotta fuck everybody else this you gotta be aggressive yeah it's important because like you have people that get to stop lights well, and that's like, what drive five cars past when the red light switches it sucked because like like i said when i had the van and the trailer it's like i know how i have to drive but i am like a small truck here like this isn't it was not the right vehicle to try yeah. to navigate through to get into an accident even if it wasn't your fault, it's still not worth your time. Like when you got rear-ended, you were like, "This other insurance company just driving, making want me to drive three hours to get my car inspected." It's yeah. not worth it. Like, no. who is their fault? I don't have like the time for three weeks to deal with a yeah. my car being repaired. Yeah, ha- getting this shitty rental car from some shitty enterprise. I think that ha- like I was in an accident somewhere down near allentown and they were the one agent was like well now someone come might come up to evaluate the thing and i gave like the address no one ever showed up i never even got a ticket like i was said it was like oh it'll, the accident will be viewed as your fault and i said i was like i'm pretty sure it, it was my fault like but nothing ever got sent hmm. and i never got points so i don't know what happened with that i don't know if the guy was just like you know what it's not worth the paperwork the cop. Yeah, that'll do that like if you ever get in an accident and the person's being shady, just call the cops. Yeah. Straight up, because that'll help you if they get a ticket. 
the burden of proof of them having a ticket for whatever reason yeah. would be so much warm. That's a life pro tip from somebody that used to work in insurance. Just now, the cops. here was an observer that turned into asshole. As after the accident, like I got out, we were making sure the people were okay. A guy just crossed the street and looks at me. It's your fault. <laughs> and it just like keeps going like, Eat shit, asshole. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Come I, on I over know. here. I'll smack in the face. Yeah. Of like, bumper. what What did you... Like, we all just kind of looked over, like, okay, what did that accomplish? Hey, thanks for the contribution. Go live your miserable life somewhere different. Yeah. I'm sure... Maybe was he was a call. nice guy, but boy, I was pissed. Oh, that's not... No, he was not a nice guy. Who says that from across the street? I, I'm quick to judge. You my know tr- what? Maybe he was business. just having a bad day. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Ridiculous. But he, this is what he could have done. Went up. Hey, here's my phone number. Whatever. I saw the accident. That's it. Yeah. That's all I had to do. If you well, needed. no. And then thankfully another lady came over and she was like, are you okay? We've had a lot of problems with this intersection. That's also why I maybe also didn't get a ticket. Yeah. Apparently. There's a troubled intersection. Well, yeah. So they didn't have the red light like above. They had it over like where you'd be as a pedestrian, but that uh, was the red light for the street. Okay. So that's confusing. I'm in like a packed street. I didn't even see it. Yeah. And I like drove right out mm-hmm. into a car and I was just like, wait, what? And then I like looked over. Oh yeah. That's confusing. So maybe that's why I ended up not getting yeah. a ticket, but it's confusing area. Yeah. My dad was baffled. He's like, you lucky son of a bitch. How did you get out of that? I, was, I don't know. It was probably the cop just didn't feel like doing yeah. anything. I think that's most likely. Just let it go. But you know yeah. what? Whatever. Yeah. All is well that ends well. Exactly. My dad came down to Pottsville, helped me uh, attach a bungee cable around the fan radiator so that it would work. And we ghetto rigged it and drove it up to Dan. Like, drove it home. Took four or five hours. But you know what? We yeah, made it. Work. Made it work. God, that sucked. Just knowing something like is wrong with the car or is about to be wrong with the car will stress me out to no end, and I hate yeah. that. Feeling. Oh yeah, yeah. My car is like getting near an oil change. Like it'll be fine, just a regular oil change. I'll be like freaked out for like the week that I lead up to. I'm like something's yeah. gonna go wrong with my car. It's gonna blow up, and I'm gonna be no. Car. I I just so I had that nightmare of oh my gosh, I got to get it scheduled, then I got to sit and wait. And my dad was just like, he's like, just take it to Walmart and tell them what it needs. And I was like, I've never done that. It'll take forever. So I go in there and do that. I was honestly the easiest thing and the cheapest. He's yeah. like, it's a lot easier than just messing with it by yourself. And I was like, yeah, I paid like 45, 46 bucks. Yeah, that's good. That was like for synthetic. Yeah. Like the, the regular standard ones, like 18 or 20 bucks. I was like, shit. That's a good mm-hmm. price for the oil change. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I will do that nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Speaking of oil changes, a couple of weeks ago, you asked me to hang out on podcast. I had to cancel because my car was getting an oil change. I thought it was going to be quick. No. So the backstory, a couple of months ago when I got my other oil change, I went to this place. I called ahead. I'm like, hey, do I need an appointment to get an oil change? No, no, no. Just bring it in. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I come in. The guy's like, do you have an appointment? I'm like, no, <laughs> I called just... ahead, and they told me not to. And he's like, no, you definitely need an appointment. He's like, you're going to have to wait. I was like, how long? He's like, bud, if I knew, I would tell you. I was like, I wasn't trying to be an asshole about it. Just tell me how long. He's like, just grab a seat. We'll get you in next. Fine. I ended up waiting like an hour, so it wasn't that big a deal. I can wait. Yeah. I just read a book the whole time. Yeah. So I was like, he was rude to me. Like, this is down in like Harrisburg area. He was rude to me. I'll bring it to somebody local. So I woke my ass up extra early on a Saturday to take – I always take my car in before the mechanics get to the shop. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like drop my car off. It will be quick, like maybe an hour or so. Yeah. It yeah. took like the entire afternoon and I called 
at like 11 o'clock after dropping my car off at 7. And I was like, hey, what's the deal? And the guy's like, yeah, other people came in and needed their cars right away, so we had to bump you. I was like, you had to bump me? I was there first. First come, first serve. Yeah, how does that work? And then – We mean – I need mine done now. Like who drives their car to like a place to get repaired? I say, it's fine. Take your time. Yeah, just When I get it, I get it. He's like, well, you didn't say you needed it. I was like, well, I kind of need given. my car. It's a car. So he's like, we're getting in it next. It will be done real quick, like 15 minutes. An hour later, he called me. So it was like past 12 o'clock at this point. He's like, hey, your car's ready. I was like, thank God. Thanks, guy. So like he he could tell yeah. like, I was pissed off by the time I went in there because I like didn't say anything to him. But I was like, you know, man, I'm just trying to get my oil changed. The first guy gave me attitude, so I figured I'd bring it to somebody like local hometown. Never had an issue with these people before. Yeah. Right. That's a, you know. such an empty argument. Someone needs theirs and right away. No, every car thing is not like a – yeah, it's, like ninety five percent of cars are like, if I need this now, not like a vanity. It's fine. Put your decals on. Again, it. personal management. Be your own manager. Wake your ass up on time and get your car to the shop first, so you can get your stuff taken care of. Yeah, but nope, that backfired on me. So yep. I'm gonna learn how to change my own yeah. oil, maybe, and yep. do it myself. That's apparently because I I had asked my dad. I was like, you know, is that something I should do? And he's like, for the car model you have is like. It's in a spot where it's kind of a pain in the ass, and that's why he just recommended the Walmart thing. He's like, till you get the filter and all that other stuff, he's like, you're probably based off your time. And, yeah, based off what it was cost-wise. Yeah. At least for me, it's most convenient to yeah. do that. For, for me, it would have been convenient to drop my car off for an hour and be without a car for an hour. and just It was even to the point where I could have like walked or rode my bike to the shop and picked my car up then mm-hmm. later in the afternoon and wouldn't have yeah. to worry about it. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. If you, if you physically can – change your oil and you're not a complete idiot just try to do it yourself yeah go on if whatever car you have go on youtube type your car the make model and year how to fix x and yeah like, there'll be five videos of like some guy that's like actually smart but like all right this is how you change your oil in your subaru like it shows you how to do the filter mm-hmm. and everything that's what my neighbor does my neighbor retired and he kind of like opened up his small like little garage shop and he's like i just go on youtube and on my iPad and search how to fix this, and I've been and up all just, these videos. Yeah. No, it's a good idea. I mean, if you have the time. If some people, well, it's like... No, yeah, that was bother. my... Oh, shoot. I don't even trust you turning the car on, let alone yeah. opening the hood. But. I technically, like, was about... I was supposed to have it every 5,000, and I was at 6,000, so I was like, shit, I got it. That, that's not a big deal. Yeah, I got it. I mean, it'll hurt your done. engine a little bit, but yeah, you definitely don't go like 10,000. Yeah, no. Point. My dad, he was like, no, you'll you'll be fine. If you have yeah. synthetic, you'll be fine. It was, yeah. Yeah. That's what I figured with your car. Yeah. Well, it's older. Like, more miles on it, so. But, so. I don't know. That was always one of those things where nobody ever taught me, like, how to properly take care of a car. So I'm kind of learning no. how to do that now yeah. as I go. That's like one of those, like, school courses you wish existed. Yeah, that would have been pretty practical. Like, a general life skills study path. Like, all right, here's some tax stuff. Here's some, like, home maintenance stuff. Here's some car maintenance stuff. Wasn't well, that what econ- or home ec was supposed to be? I mean, it wasn't. It was all cooking. We did a little bit in middle school. They're like, this is how you balance yeah. a checkbook. A I don't have money now. Yeah, I was going to say wrong yeah. time. To, wrong time. A, wrong time to teach. Because, I mean, obviously now you don't really have to do that yeah, with all e-banking. the online banking. But why wouldn't that have been something we were taught yeah. in high school? High school we had, yeah, it just was poor planning on the curriculum end. Yeah. I yeah. honestly think that part of like the education curriculum for the entire United States should be like your junior and senior year. It's a work-study program. For life. for life, where like you get to leave a couple hours early at the end of the day to go like actually work a job, mm-hmm. whether it to be like at a restaurant, a gas station, like the post office, like 
doing like a year of like actual like service to like mm-hmm. the working at a post office or another government institution would teach you so much more about how the government works and how life works. Yeah. So then they can yeah. teach you like, hey, now you have money, so now you know how to balance a checkbook. You can't balance an imaginary checkbook. Well, it works my a bill, whole lot better to I have a million tech. dollars in my bank account. My mortgage was five dollars this month. Now I have almost a million dollars yet. Well, it I doesn't work that way. It's more important that we test the kids on how well they can do complex math problems and how much they know about the anatomy of grasshoppers. What is cuculus? <laughs> what is cuculus? What is yeah, I agree. I think the way we educate kids a little bit. Don't get me wrong. Out of touch. need to be well-rounded. Yeah, you need to be well-rounded, but like... But we, for some of those practical, well, even not to take from like the Bob and Tom show, but it's like I know they talked about stuff like this, and I'm sure a lot of people have, but even just like learning how to change a flat tire. Yeah. Balance the checkbook thing. I say like you need to do that practical stuff, and the earlier you do it, the better, yeah. rather than like have like these high state. Like, yeah, back when like No Child Left Behind was first a thing and we were taking the PSSAs, like the lack of like importance of half the information we learned from there like to the point like i don't even remember most of what we like, i had to learn in some of those well, classes and and i think it unfortunately it puts a chokehold on the teachers yeah it's it like, does. i'm Absolutely required does. to do this oh yeah like that's not a shot time. at the teachers at all like it's the teachers have to teach this stuff like they have a like people curriculum. will say it's like oh you know that teacher doesn't teach and it's like okay part of it might be the style and the way they're teaching it but part of it is also with these standardized tests, there's certain things where it's like, like, like their job depends I'm required. on it. They have to teach this. And if you don't do well in it, like they, it like, kind of comes back on them more than yeah. it does the you. The term was always teach to the test. And yeah. they're like, you have a year to teach these kids this. Yeah. We're yeah. going to give you the test uh, when you're 80% way through the year. It's like, I still got another 20% to learn yeah. yet. I remember taking those tests and like we did the science portion and the teacher was like, there was we never went over this at all. Oh, this I remember that. that I was so frustrated. It was about like lizards or something like that. Something like that. Like, and like our teacher was like, "Just do your best." I'm sorry. Do your best. He's yeah. like, "If you don't understand something, like physically, like physically, like you well, actually capacity don't understand what they're talking about, just come try to talk to me. I can try to explain it as yeah. like best I can." Thankfully, legally. as the guinea yeah. pig class. The science portion actually, we didn't have to pass it to graduate. No, it was just a <laughs> thing that existed, but like no, I remember it, it was because we I forget what year we took it, but it had physics questions, and I think we were juniors. And we haven't we take physics and we take physics our year. senior year. Yeah, it was. It was just one of those, what are we supposed same. to do? And I think our teacher it got to the point where they were. Just guess. <laughs> like that. Like, like, just throw something down. Like, I stand by. Like, those tests are so remarkably out of touch with what kids actually should be learning and, like, what – like, I understand, like, oh, we need to be well-rounded and, like, keep be competitive with, like, the rest of the world as far as, like, education goes. But, like, that's ridiculous. We need to have functioning people. We don't need to have people competitive as far as, like, we what we know. We don't have to be number one. Like, I hear all these people say, it's like, oh, you know, in China and Japan, it's like, we don't have to go to school for 12 hours a oh, day. Say, okay, look at how they live. Look at their life. They live in shoeboxes. Okay, that's great. They spend. Drawers. They, they know so much about everything, but at the same time, I play soccer at the end of the day, and I have really, I have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. I went for a hike the other day, and that was great. I'd rather not spend all year 12 hours a day in school. And you don't live in a communist country. That too. But freedom. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> jokes aside, I figure like what, to the point when I have a kid or kids, whatever, that I'm going to be like, school's going to teach you this. If you have interest in no matter what it is, like let's say you're going to have interest in like playing sports 
or reading and writing or like being a computer programmer, like I'm going to take the time like at home on my own yeah. to like push you. Or like if you're like, oh, I really like music, like I'm going to put time aside. Like you're going to get extra music lessons if that's truly yeah. what you're interested in. Yeah. I don't want to rely like on the school to like, like educate my kid. Don't get me wrong. hundred percent. Sometimes I feel like I've been a bit of a disappointment at things, but it's like, it's times like that where I'm thankful I live here instead of in like Asian culture where my parents would actually probably genuinely be very disappointed. <laughs> well, you know you'd be disappointed. And I'd pretty much seppuku <laughs> and <laughs> stab yourself with stab a myself katana. with a katana and kill myself. But when it comes to like comparing countries, so it's like, oh, this country is so much better than the X, Y, and Z. It's like you're just like pick, cherry picking the facts yeah. that you want to like highlight with some people. Yeah, they're better education wise, but like look at like quality of living. Like, yeah, look at, like, look at how much. Yeah, because like you have people in like Japan that will literally like I saw like some sort of story. Where they're a so guy, packed in together. Yeah, like they're so packed together. Like yeah, you, like you see those videos of like people like tr- being forced, like physically pushed by a worker into a trolley sort of thing. Yeah. Like, why? Probably New York in 20 years, and, but... Granted, that's just one part of the country, and then you go to, like, another part of the country that's so far out on the countryside where the people have nothing, and they're, like, live well below the poverty level, and they're like, yeah. hey, we, we're Well, that's, farmers, so we that's the crazy thing about, like, China. In the Same city, China, yeah. you're, like, packed in, and there's, like, all these high-end tech stuff, but then you go out in the rural, rural parts, and, I mean, it's, like, third-world village farmers. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Like going back, which is like the way we perceive the importance of education, like the way we educate, I think is just well blatantly out of touch. Unrealistic, unpractical in a lot. Like it's I'm So do you think we, it's because of the standardized tests? I think that has a lot to do with it. I think the way like the educate like the way the people that decided what's on these tests, like what they've judged to be important, I think yeah has taken away a sense of practicality for those other things. Mm-hmm. So, like, how many shot classes do you see now, like, in our area at least? Like, I feel yeah. like a number of people have taken their shot classes rather than like going, all right, I'm going to do college prep instead and learn all this other stuff that I don't need. Like, once again, being well-rounded is cool and it's fun and, and sometimes it can be important, I, but yeah. learn real things. I think um, it's like maybe Gen Ed's should be optional but i'm torn it's like part of me wishes you could have the choice i know classes fill up but there are certain ones where a kid maybe would have wanted to take this instead of that like i guess as you're a freshman coming in like in college i had a negative perception about gen eds because i just got thrown into a few random ones yeah like i just Boom! Here you go. Yep. Take this first much like understanding art. I got thrown into. Yeah. And like yeah, there was a couple I got thrown into, and then by the end of the year, they changed up how that system worked, and I had taken a bunch of classes I didn't need anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there was like they were like nice. putting like art and music yeah. classes into like these science classes that I now require, but because I exactly. was in like a change in system, they were just like plugging things in. It was super confusing. So I don't know. I think that when it comes to college, they need to like set it up. Like if you're going in with like a business major, like your first semester, we're gonna give you like one business class. It's kind of like intro to business. And we're going to give you two harder, like, uh, gen eds and yeah. then, like two cheese ball gen eds. Well, that was Just the so other they thing. try to teach you how to balance your work life and schedule. I took, so that way you're not like, you know, two years in yeah. and realize, Oh, I hate my major. When you could have been one semester and realize yeah. you hated like, your major. Freshman year. I go in and basically all the shit scheduled for you. Yeah. That first I, semester. I got thrown into legal environment of business. It was me and one other freshman in a class of like, 
juniors. And it was just like, what the fuck am I doing Business here? Business law classes are so dry. But, but that's like, that was, my, that was my first business class yeah. ever was a like junior level i mean i passed i think the guy also i mean i was there every day and i tried and i think he saw i was like i think he felt bad it's like yeah i don't know why they yeah. threw you in here so by the time i got into business like actual classes i was a full year into college after i had switched majors because yeah you so switched. i was like that red shirt freshman coming off the bench like yeah i was ready to play coach uh, they forgot to schedule me a freshman seminar class, and I got given a different class instead that was actually of substance. So, like, like from the get-go, I was ahead on accident. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Like, I didn't know, like, that was, like, freshman seminar was a real thing until I heard other yeah. people talk about, like, oh, that I was. I guess that. that was that perk about that legal environment. Yeah, it was hard, and I got a B-, minus. but once I got through that, I was like, well, thank God I don't have to yeah. take that again. Got that out of the way. Yeah. I feel like with how close, like, every high school is to a fairly decent uh state school state college that i don't know like over the summer during your senior year you should just go and do like a couple of mock classes like that should be required like this is what college is going to teach you and tell the kids like hey Mm -hmm. you're gonna have homework yeah that you're gonna need to do over the weekend to be ready for monday and they'll be like well that sucks like that's college yeah it's it's one of those sacrifice your time yeah here's a syllabus and here are things that i'm not going to do the due dates up here just like mm -hmm. when they're due and i had teachers i was I actually liked the ones that did grade homework just because that was a nice extra part to get yeah. to your grade. But there there were some courses where it's like, hey, technically, this homework is optional. Like, you're not going to get graded on this. But they would say, if you want to do decent in this class and do have it. a chance at passing on the test, then you got to yeah. fucking read and do it. Yeah. I couldn't believe how many people, like, didn't read textbooks. Yeah. Now, granted, I also... You may, not necessarily, you may not need to, though. I didn't know how to, like, I shit on myself with how crappy I was my freshman, my fall semester freshman year. I technically had, like, a 3.3 or whatever GPA. Like, I actually did, by many people's standards, really well. But I couldn't just find that effort to do fine like that. I would yeah. always bust my ass, panic that I wouldn't fail... And then, like, the one class that everyone got, like, C's after curves, I ended up getting an A in the one lady's class. And I was like, well, I just fucking broke my neck over this thing the entire year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, I don't know how to take it easy on myself. I should have just, I should have been an Asian kid. <laughs> should have grew up in Asia. You missed out, buddy. I did. I feel like with me personally, like... Well, if, if I do 10 things in a day and I kill nine of them, mm-hmm. but I fuck up the, the one thing, I'm just going to focus on that one thing. And yep. that one thing is going to consume me exactly. whole, you know, the whole day. That's and like I human flash nature. I think everybody always yep. focuses on the negative. But some people don't. Some people are just like, well, I don't care. Or yeah. some people, they, they do one thing, right? And they're just happy with that. It's like you fucked up ten, nine you, things. You crash your car into the side of the building. Yeah. They're like, yeah. But I also, you know, I also I but I had a full tank of gas, baby. I What's also, up now? <laughs> I also avoid eye contact with people because I kind of see it as insulting. Man, like I usually like glance down just because I think it's kind of threatening to make like direct eye contact so with no, people. We aren't gorillas, Jared. So no, but I'm saying like <laughs> you just stare at your boss and he charges you one day. I would have <laughs> beats his chest and charge. I think, barring like. 
if I would have been able to do decent professionally, I probably would have done okay in Japan or China. You should have been. You should be Japanese. I should Jared. have been Asian. Should have Dude, been I, Asian. I think you're turning Japanese. I think you're Japanese. I really think so. I think we got to ship you out to over to Japan for a little bit. Yeah. Try to get in touch with our old <laughs> Japanese know, viewer and have you meet up and yeah, kind of job shadow, life shadow, a life bit. shadow, life shadow a little bit. All right. <laughs> Going to another country is fun, but then once you get there and you realize, like another non-English speaking country, and you try to look for a sign, it's on English. You're like, "Oh boy, I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about." When I was in the airport in Sweden, they're like, "I had no idea." Like I was trying to go through like the TSA, like before I even like put my bag on the thing, and they're like, "No, you have to go back here." I was like, "For sure, put a sign in English." I can't read your fake, especially since they this is English. So many people in Sweden speak like three or four languages, one of them being English. Just for sure, throw me a like, bone. Throw me a bone. Or at least put somebody there. Like, I have a look on my face like I'm dumb and I don't understand what's going on. Help well, me out. Yeah. If you've ever been in a situation where you see somebody they have no idea what's going on, just be like, hey, man, you good? And they're going to be like, no, I have no idea what the hell is going I, on. I don't, I don't, I don't speak what the this fuck language. is going on. Help. How many times have you like given somebody directions or like pointed somebody in the right direction in life? You're like, you can just tell by the look on yeah. their face. Like, and I wanted to, like, hold up a sign that says, like, help me. Help me. But it'd be in Swedish. So it'd say, like, ugen gaga. Ugen dash. Ugen dash. Yeah. Well, the few Swedish I'm... words I know wouldn't help me. They'd be like, why is this guy asking for meatballs right now? <laughs> You're, you have Ikea speak. Pretty much. What it comes down to. It's like, why is this guy asking for coffee and meatballs at why the same time? Why is this guy time? asking for samples? <laughs> He's looking for a board A2 in his shelf. <laughs> if you ever go to Ikea, go in the basement where you pick up all the furniture. They have the best cookies there, too. <laughs> I wish there was an Ikea in Amory. I, I don't cookies. know. I would just... I feel like... I'd be one of those weirdos that goes to Ikea to get the food. If I ever get to go over there, I'll just talk like Swedish chef. But no, 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 no. Hamburger, burger, 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 stuff up in the air. Is that offensive? Uh, yeah, probably. No, well, I'm not. I'm kind of Swedish. In France, I guess they've made it illegal to impersonate, make fun of other accents. You can't do like impersonations of them. I'm not sure how you enforce that, but yeah, I don't know either. It's like tattletale. So I can't go and be like, "Howdy, y'all! I'm from Texas." They're like, "Get in jail, bud." No, this is how I talk. This is how I actually talk. I don't know. Somebody that can do a couple of voices. Yeah. <laughs> Impressionist Colin. Over here. Where? I I don't know. I think what I really enjoy about this, like I said, this is all relatable conversation. I can't really tell you what specific point got us to where we, we were are talking right about now. education stuff, and that led us on a rabbit show to like other cultures. I don't know. That's why I enjoy podcasts like yes. this because when you can tell it's people that are friends and they just genuinely, it's a conversation. It doesn't feel like scripted and forced. They'll come with some topics, but it could rabbit trail immediately. Yeah, it could go anywhere. Yeah, I like it. I like rabbit trails. It's a lot more fun or rabbit holes, whatever the expression is. Yeah, where yeah. you guys are like, hey, we want a podcast. I try to think of like a couple of things to talk about. Yeah, no, like, I have a couple have, things. Like, thing, if I get like two oh. stories and two things. Speaking of Pittsburgh, I think it was last week. We missed it. They had like the World Pogo Championships. <laughs> like Pogo Palooza. What do you mean we missed it? <laughs> like, so we, you guys were they <laughs> apparently do like they do like freestyle. It almost sounds like BMX stuff, but then they also have like a high bar competition. And, like, Pogoing. some people were getting, like, 15 feet of air and doing flips. We really missed out. On the pogo competition. So, 
I'm, and I guess it tours around, so I don't know if it'll be back in. We really missed out. <laughs> the silence. Sick. When growing up, my dad, uh, the thing came off the end of it, like the bouncy part, and my yeah. dad burnt it then. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like. That was a lot of my childhood. But no, I agree with you. Have you ever seen those people that have like the giant pogo sticks and yeah. they can do like backflips? They wear well, helmets. Well, that's, that's like what the. It's like extreme pogo. It's like get that guy a mountain dew and let him pogo. Yeah. yeah. Pogo Palooza 2019. Oh, wow. That looks like Like look at this guy. They're, they're getting into it. Look there. at this. That's like 15 feet up. Just search Pogo Palooza 2019. July I mean, 20th these these kids are being scrubs. They can't do anything. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. But that if take out the pogo sticks in that photo. It's a skate park. It's a skate park. Yeah. Just put skateboards there. It's a skate park. Wait a minute. Yeah, Saturday, July 20th. I don't know yeah. why they have a countdown here. This <clears throat> I was going to say, it's like, we're, we're already past that. Say, so it's counting away from it now. Yeah. How, how long has it been since you missed it? Six days. That's funny. 22 hours, yeah. 20 minutes, 30 seconds. I've never seen that. I have... A you, countdown, but now the countdown's count going past it. how far away you missed... Yeah, I don't... Just to remind you. I just wonder how many people were, went to that, and they're like... I actually really like Pogo, and how many people are like, I live five what? minutes from here, I want to see this... what the hell's going on, and other people are like, I was just came here for coffee. And... So I saw a video a couple weeks ago, there's something, it might be in, it's Sweden, somewhere over in Europe, there was yeah. a heavy metal knitting competition. Yeah, yeah heavy metal knitting, I heard yeah. about it. Yeah, like, oh. We're, we're, watch, we're watching a video watching on. Watching a video. These guys are like, yeah. they're doing points for people like that? Well, that was cool. The guy hopped up on the box. Let's commentate it. I'll put he's a link. I'll put stairs. a link up to this. He's, he's faking over the three set. Oh, I did it. Figure oh, it wow. Look at him. Look at him throw the oh, knack-knack. No. Why oh. would the fuck would you put a soft mat There's there? There's a trash pad in the middle of the course. That's kind of a dumb... I feel like the way this is set up, like, we used to play mini-golf in my basement growing up, and this is kind of how we set up the mini-golf. We just, like, picked random stuff and threw yeah. it out yeah. and putted around it. I wonder oh, if these guys, guys are... The big pro- wall! Are these guys professional? I guess. I if that's a real thing. Professional yeah. pogoing. Like parkour? Oh, they're moving the map. I don't know. This is actually impressive. I'm not going to lie. I would never do this. Oh, dude, big switch fake. I don't think I'd ever be caught dead doing this. I'd be caught... But mean, you know what? I would watch it. It's kind of like the, the X Games. to do this. I wonder how much these guys get paid. Like, who's, like, the best pogoer in the world? Yeah. It's clearly not Flynn Nyman. Who's the Tony Hawk of pogo? Exactly. Yeah, who's How the Tony Hawk of pogo? He's pumping up He's the pumping crowd. up the Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not trying to be negative here, but you can literally count the member of audience. It's, there's <laughs> probably about that. 20 people. <laughs> I don't, where are they at? There's, like, a factory warehouse and then a bunch of trees. This, were, all right, so this is a textbook picture of pittsburgh so this is the big air finals and i'm i'm saying this nicely if there's 30 people here that's probably considered successful are you i can barely see i can can barely see what's going on is that including people filming or working the event or i don't see any spectators there's nobody that's like this is a Um, spectator not on this half they're over by this tent yeah there's a couple people walking around very essentially looks like a loading dock for a company. Yeah. So once again, like this is what Pittsburgh looks like. Yeah. A random building that may or may not still be a functioning warehouse or yeah. like business building. So up in like the far end of it, you could see like a couple residential houses and then like a couple trees that make it seem like yeah. you're not in a city. So that is was, what Pittsburgh looks like. That, that is, so this, this is was Pittsburgh. this is, this wasn't just Pogapalooza. This was the world championships. So this guy 
These are competing for the world championship. So I'm going to guess these guys probably get like a meal at Burger King for free. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, I'd go for a meal at Burger King any day now. It's always interesting if you like look into it. There's always like weird stuff going around in your area or yeah. somewhere close by. I was driving to work a couple months ago, and there was like it was called Lego Fest, and I was like, "That sounds really cool." And then it was like recommended ages like six to five, or like I mean like six, six to, to five. twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go down. Well, and there I was, was like, a fifteen and under bounce off. I was like, ah, I "Who kind of want to go the so longest? Go check out the Legos, but I don't want to." And they said like a video game fest. I was like, hmm. "That seems kind of cool," but it was like all video games that I don't ever play. Yeah. Okay, Wilk- Wilkinsburg. At Community Forge. I don't know if you're familiar with any of those Pittsburgh uh, terms. Wilkinsburg. It's by the old closed down mill. I feel like that's what a lot no, of that's Pittsburgh all Pittsburgh. Is. Entire, all Pittsburgh is a closed down mill. Wilkinsburg, if I remember right, is not an area you want to hang out at. Oh, really? I think. I feel there was like this big shooting that happened. I'm pretty sure it was in Wilkinsburg, but I can't remember fully. All right. So this gives you an idea of some of how packed the attendance will be. There are no ex-Pogo hotel blocks, but there are some nearby hotels. Check out Airbnb as a good alternative. Hilarious. So, yeah, I would say there was about, if there's 30 people at this, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Watching, spectating. Dude, Dalton Smith getting it done. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I respect the craft. It's They're certainly trying. As much as we're making fun of this, if you're, like, into this good on you because at one point playing video games was considered dumb yeah. for nerds and, and it's now, a like, fucking league it's yeah. a league now. and i'm not people bank bank doing that i was gonna say that actually gets the ratings and attendance mm-hmm. as weird as that is esports esports is huge it's all just about what you into like lately i've been watching a bunch of stuff on like strongman and like strongman competition do you remember when world's strongest man used to play on espn at like yeah. seven in the morning the keg toss that's a blast to watch. And now I like learn about all these events, like oh, the Australian log press, yeah, the deadlift. They and also just, like, get into like watching these guys that are giants, like lifting a bunch of weight. They also used to have like lumberjack games, or they called them outdoor games, and they I would forgot have to, like, about chop that. the things of the like chainsaw competitions. They were just like, running was... saws. Do you remember ESPN used to do those sizzle reels to like advertise? And yeah. then remember this one, this mom just like threw a log in the bathtub, and she's like, "Go practice on your yeah. brother, kid." Uh, I forgot about the They also used to they... show billiards all the time. Man, I was... How... So, Mike was, like, shocked at how much stuff we remembered on TV. And I didn't think I really watched a lot of TV because I played outside a lot. But as I'm describing all these things, I think I probably watched more TV than I realized. I mean, there's a lot of, like, passive time spent indoors doing other things that the TV I think was just on. it had to be... And I just, I don't know, if I could make a living somehow that uses my skills to memorize lines from movies and music, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah, I think we were a generation, like us and like maybe 10 years before us, like Mm -hmm. that watched a lot of TV passively. Like, all right, here are your toys. Oh, I'll turn on the TV quick too. So like I'm there playing and doing something, but there's also a TV on. So like I'm kind of, I'm passively taking in what's on the TV. Also, I feel like we kind of got the last the last piece of... Um, I know they're trying to... Like, they brought back a revival of Double Dare. But, like, when we were kids and they had things like Slime Time yeah. Live and all these... Like, a lot of those little uh, game show competition things like that aimed at kids 
those are pretty much all gone oh, yeah. now. Well, so much um, of that was like when our parents were kids, there was four channels that didn't even run 24-7 programming. Yeah. And then it came out there, now there's going to be like more channels than 24-7 programming. Mm-hmm. And it, like Disney Channel and like Nickelodeon, that really started like when mm-hmm. we were younger. So yeah. they didn't yeah. know what shows to put on. So they were just throwing everything, everything they at They were throwing everything at it. Which is great. It made for great TV. Yeah, I remember Cartoon Network like early on, like it like didn't... It was just straight cartoon. Yeah. Like, it was like, no, it never referenced the fact that like, it was its own channel. It was just like, all right, here's just a bunch of cartoons here's just that a we bunch play. Of- yeah. Because I remember, like, in between, like, it would say, like, all right, here's the lineup. It would just, like, yeah. like, a, like no words would just, like, come up with, like, just, like, this list of shows that were up, like, within, like, the next couple mm-hmm. half-an-hour blocks. Like, it wasn't, like, all and right, I, on Nickelodeon, new Nickelodeon originals. Just, like, all right, here's, this is Cartoon yeah. Network, here are our shows. And it, it might have been, like, I played... I did so much, like, soccer tournament stuff and outside of competitions and swim team. Maybe it was, like, I did so much stuff outside that, hey, I need a few hours of, like, a break. I'm exhausted. And that, then that's where yeah. I'd get the TV in and retain that. Growing up, we had, I had cousins that lived, like, pretty far out from, like, their town that, like, to them, like, they didn't hang out with friends that often. So, like, watching TV was, like, what they had to do. Yeah. And, like, they've... It was like convenient for them to like run into the store quick and like run a movie, so they would just buy a bunch of movies and like that's how their parents entertained them. It was just oh. TV and movies, but they had like the premiere like Dude, Dish Network package. Nothing was more exciting to me than going into like West Coast to see mm-hmm. what movie rentals. Oh yeah, were I love any movies. Like you would just go in that bright lit room and it was just like beaming with joy. It was just like, oh my gosh, what's here now? And I remember they would have, like, so many of these B-movies that had, like, crazy covers on them. It was like, this movie's got to be amazing. Look yeah. at this cover. Yeah. It's like some Texas Chainsaw remake that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. But look at that cover. Oh, this must be a great movie. Remember that. There's yeah. so many movies now that I'm like, I just remember seeing the cover at the movie store. And I'm yeah. Like, I just, like, Google search, like, what I remember the cover looking like. And I can find the movie. And mm-hmm. I, like, read the plot. And I'm like, this movie sucked. Why would anybody rent this? No, I... That's that was like the industry back then. Like, I remember movies like were fueled by just like that, like a younger audience. I don't know what this yeah. is, but it looks cool. I yeah, I think they literally sold based off the cover. So many of them. There were a lot of movies I watched just based off the cover, or I saw a commercial on like Disney or Nickelodeon. I would not have probably rented MVP if I hadn't seen a commercial. <laughs> Because I saw that movie, and it introduced me to, like, uh, someone with a disability. I was like, because I saw the previews, and then I'm watching the movie, and I was like, why the fuck isn't this girl talking? And I was like, oh, wait, no, she's, like, deaf and can't. made you aware. She communicates with sign language. I was like, I didn't understand. I don't think I learned about, like, Water Helen. I hadn't learned about Fred Keller's uh, (laughs) great-grandmother. It's, no, looking back, it's, like, almost daunting to, like, think about how much stuff is out there to watch like i was going down a rabbit hole one day and i was like i didn't know they made like a fourth and fifth shrek movie like i just oh, didn't know that yeah. came out yeah and we're like, just when you said about like us growing up like tv on the background playing with toys now there's gonna be like a generation of kids it's like playing with toys youtube and netflix on the background and oh, there's so it, much crap out there well, to when watch i was at when insane. i was at walmart getting uh, my oil changed you can buy the land before time collection so now i know there's 14 films oh nice well a thing with kids now though is it's kind of taking playing out of playing so like all right i'm gonna get on youtube or i'm gonna get on twitch and watch these people play oh so, like, for the whole like, video game yeah, thing yeah like, i don't 
that baffles me. Like, I'm going to say, like, yeah, like, there's also, like, a bunch of, like, a YouTube is, like, a big thing where, like, you watch, like, videos of people opening packs of trading cards. It's so, like, all right, I'm going to watch, like, yeah, I remember Ben used to watch this a lot back in the day. Like, all right, here's, um, yeah, I don't, all right, I got these packs of Pokemon cards. Let's see what I got. Like, that was, like, a big thing for a while. Like, a lot of people was like, all right, I'm opening these packs of cards. We'll see what I got. Like, that was just, like, a thing kids watched for no. enjoyment. Like, what, how, why? I don't understand. You can go do this yourself. It's so strange. Well, it's also, like, I don't think people even realize, because we were, we got to see, like, when Google Video, when it transitioned into just YouTube, and YouTube was, you did not see, like, corporate sponsor stuff on it whatsoever. It was literally just a hub of people doing home videos, videos random things. Like, I feel like if you, we were to describe it to even, probably people your little brother's age, like Ben's age, it's changed. If you were to tell them the way like YouTube originally was, and like you can't you can't step anywhere on there without seeing like a corporate thing yeah. or something from network television, a big professional sponsor, like billions so of dollars being clean, thrown into it, but like also sleazy. It was what it was like YouTube, Meta Cafe, <laughs> like Vimeo. Yeah, oh, yeah there was there were so many of these, like, unprofessional. It was it was amateur. Yeah, it, but I don't know. I I kind of miss those days of YouTube. I kind of miss those days of Facebook as well. That yeah, that Facebook was when is, I actually enjoyed it. Even use Facebook anymore. It's been ruined by. I don't even know. It's just like a bummer yeah. of crap. But when you said about like people watching like YouTube videos of like toy reviews or card openings just i remember like being a kid like i was just like super into power rangers that like everything power rangers i just wanted no matter what it was mm-hmm. and like, be- yeah. like towels My i think it's parents bought me like power rangers soap just because of the power rangers on it it's kind yeah. of the same thing it's like i'm kind of power rangers i just want to be a part of i'm kind of like seeing that they like whenever pokemon. they just want everything pokemon whether it's opening cards yeah. or toys or whatever it is i'm kind of seeing that whenever i uh see my nephews watching something on TV, no matter what toy comes on, it can be the dumbest thing. I want that. Like, I want to get that. I want that. I was like, my God, my parents had to probably put up with so much of that yeah. with me. It kind of helped me in the long term with, like, my house because, like, when I would, like, Ben would ask for things for Christmas and I remember, like, me going through that phase and, like, no, Mom, don't buy this. This is stupid. We won't use yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, trust me. He's Mom, not. Like, we're not getting this. It's just, like, another stupid collectible thing that's going to, like, not be used after a week. So much of that stuff, I would just see the commercials. I was like, that's so dumb. I never want that. Remember air hogs? They're like, air hogs. Air hogs. Yeah. You can ramp this thing over a mountain. I don't live near any mountains, so that's not really. Yeah. That doesn't, doesn't apply to me. Drive it on Trust water. me, as someone My that got an air hog and that plane did not. The, after like two or three sessions, the battery would die in two minutes. Yeah. Now, granted, I hit the tree so many times with it. That <laughs> yeah. probably didn't help. It's just one of those things. Or I there knew. was one of those RC cars that you just knew as a kid. Like I'm, I'm not gonna have the wherewithal to find yeah. forty AAA batteries mm-hmm. to power this thing and then play with it for five minutes while I let it charge for another eight hours. I think it's funny how like I forget if it was Alexa and Siri that are like. Apple and Amazon are facing these char- accusations of like uh, marketing and targeting kids to make them order this stuff. It was like, you look at what the TV commercials were when we were kids. It's clear. That it's always been done. It's just, just now. It's 
now on an internet scale, like a new medium. But also buying it is now more accessible to kids. Like back yeah. then, like, call this number with the parents approved. Like we weren't going to call that number. Like yeah. now it's like, all right, I just have to press order. Like Nickelodeon magazine. Remember yeah, that? yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. You want to be cool? Or like what, how many mm. issues could they write about like actual stuff? Yeah. yeah. So like now, like when kids do it, so like you have like the thing with like the apps, like, all right, I'm I can also, get on this app and the app's already connected to my credit card. I just yeah. press buy and it automatically buys. Like kids can actually do that now much more easily than they could back yeah. in our day. Oh, yeah. Even just the whole entering a credit card online when we were kids was not very secure. No. It was not. Well, yeah. Now you have like PayPal and it's connected to like your iTunes yeah. account and stuff. So like yeah. even accidentally your parents have this connected without like, the security thing stuff. Like kid orders $200 worth of things just because he can't. Yeah. Well, I'm just surprised like how many people like go get an iPad for their kid and then just like they just use their Apple login so their kid has access to, like, all their contacts. Like, yeah. oh, my kid gets on my iPad and will, like, text my boss, like, random letters. And my yeah. boss gets annoyed. It's like, I feel like That's there perfect. should be, like, a mode that you can put on. It's just called, like, kid my mode. kid is playing for it. I enter my pin, so I lock it down. Yeah. It's like they can't get on porn. They can't call the boss. They can't, yeah. like, it's very limited. Yeah. I know, like, Netflix tried that with, like, kids mode for mm-hmm. a while. They, I think they still have the kids I feel like they mode. Do. Kids like version, they should, like push sure they more. do. Yeah, or, like it's so easy not to get on it. Like if a kid gets on Netflix, like the first option is to go on normal Netflix, not kids yeah. mode. Yeah, maybe password encrypt it. That's one of the things you see kids enough like iPads running around playing with them. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't have any of that. Well, I remember when uh, what was it Comcast and all those things like their their innovation was choose what your kids watch and they'd have that code. I remember that because Corey's mom had a thing blocked when we were in like middle school, and the one day we're going by FX, and I forget what movie it was, something rated R, and the thing comes up, and his mom is in there in the room with us, and he just punches it in, probably not even thinking about it, and she's like, wait, you know the passcode? I was like, dude, why the co- would you do The colors are blown. Like... <laughs> I'll never forget that. And then, like a week or two later, he's like, "No, we can't watch that. My parents changed the fucking passcode." I'm like, well, if you wouldn't have turned it on and right in front of them. <laughs> so then, his escape was to come to my house, where we'd either watch mine because my parents don't know how to do that, and my dad also would take us to R-rated movies because he's cool. He's the cool dad. We went to West Coast and rented Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> snakes on a Plane. <laughs> Worth it. I would disagree, but okay. Worth it as a kid. It's just one of those things age. that like, build you up as a child. Like, yeah. Those are like, the memories you have. I don't know. There's as much, Don't get me wrong. I love the convenience of Netflix, and I definitely am fine with it, but... I definitely look back on, like, West Coast and video places like that with some fond nostalgia. It's, like, stuff like that that I just want to, like, be able to do with my kids. Like, have yeah. good memories. Like, one day I just want to, like, wake my kid up and be like, hey, you know, school? Yeah, we're not going out today. We're going to go watch the Yankees play ball. Like, my parents used to do that stuff with me. Yeah. Like, not all the time, but enough yeah. that it was fun. Well, yeah. when, you, when you go on, like, like, a school day and there's only, like... Well, I know there's like technically thousands, but it looks like there's only like spattering speckles of people in the stands. Like that is so cool. It's just going into school the next day, and your friends are like, "Where were you?" It's like I was sick at the Yankees game. Yeah, just take a week off and just go to Disney with your kid. Yeah, yeah, that's always fun. Also a pain though because then you have to catch up on work. But well, but in elementary school, what was your work? Oh, I gotta learn long division. I gotta color some stuff. Yeah. 
wasn't too bad. It's just stuff like that you hear about, like how Disney is raising the prices. You just hope you don't they don't ruin something before you have the chance to take your kids there. I think it's too late. I'm holding back a burp. Just let it let it rip. I'm good now. Well, imploded. I was gonna say, no worries, man. This is a judgment Josh's face. This is a judgment free zone. Dude, speaking of judgment free zones, Planet Fitness. Yeah, Planet Fitness. I have to leave there to judge people. So speaking of West Coast, has anyone watched any good movies lately? I finally saw that Into the Spider-Verse movie. It was on Netflix. Uh, so that yeah. was pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed that. I, was, the... I bought it on the DVD. Yeah. yeah right now solid. I'm like going back and either watching B movies that I wouldn't normally watch, but while I'm biking, it's something as a distraction. Mm-hmm. So I watched like, I put on this, some zombie movie called Resort with a Z because it's spelled edgy. Yeah. Would I ever? Zombies. Would I ever watch it? Eh, no, probably not. But honestly, better than The Walking yeah. Dead or anything like yeah. that. I'm still working through Supernatural, like we talked about a few oh, weeks yeah. ago. So like yeah. I'm on season eight or nine, and I still have like four or five more to go. So it's yeah, it's an uphill trudge, but I'm getting. That was there. my favorite. Would you recommend it? No, <laughs> it's on. I'll plug it. I'll plug it, it, but I won't recommend it. Well, watch it if you want to. I finished uh, Stranger Things season three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Like check that. That's out. That's pretty much a movie. Pretty much. And then the Target had the Blu-rays on sale, so I got season yeah. one and two for 15 bucks total. So that was pretty I sweet. watched, uh, I had seen the movie before, so I didn't mind working out to it, but I put on The Ritual and mm-hmm. watched Oh, yeah, The Ritual was good. And that, you it's know, that's original. like an hour and a half straight workout. Yeah. Just passes the time. Yeah. I have to find myself, instead of just watching like 10 different movies, I'll watch like the same three movies over and over again. Yeah, I'm guilty of that too. I have so many in my list. Like, I want to watch this, I, but I'm not in the mood to watch a movie like this. Yeah. Definitely, I saw. Did you see the new Spider-Man that just came out? Not yet. I'm going to go see it sometime. I soon. liked it. I feel like Far I appreciated it more after seeing the latest Avengers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the first Spider-Man I didn't like at all. So I went back and rewatched it after watching the, the which one, Tobey Maguire? No, no, no. The, the, uh, the first one with Tom Holland. Homecoming. Oh, oh gotcha. And I liked it a little bit more. So it wasn't my favorite, but yeah. I like. I feel it. like it's after just, Avengers, I could appreciate Spider Man yeah. just a little bit more. It's just one of those things. Like I don't know where they're gonna go, so like I'm hesitant to keep going with them because I appreciate how Endgames ended it. But at the same time, I'm still kind of invested to a point. So I feel we'll like see. now is a good like stopping point if you wanted to stop. Yeah. They just like announced like so many more like yeah. movies and shows that are coming out. That's like yeah, I can kind of continue on with it or just like yeah i i know and like these characters because i'm not getting the characters i have no idea who they are yeah we have our out you not like av if you like the marvel movies now that endgame is over you have a safe out from the franchise if you want to leave now you're okay to do it you don't have to get more invested or you can choose to keep going yeah no i i agree with that yeah and i'm not even someone that watches those movies but from the way you guys are describing it yeah but they're bringing back Blade, so maybe that'll get me into the Marvel Are they? Universe. Yeah, yeah. they bring back Blade. Apparently, there's were a bunch of people up in arms because Wesley Snipes isn't in it, and oh, he just no. tweeted like, "Chillax, y'all, Dude, it's all it's good." It's been like twenty years well, since no, I was he, in Blade. He said it was like, "Don't get me wrong, like I'm flattered that people like like what I did, but it's like it was years ago." Yeah, I'm, that was over two decades. It was ago. a great, it was a great character, and I enjoyed it. But I, he's like, it's fine i want to hey if they come up with a cool idea go yeah. for it yeah it's silly. that'd be like uh, someone being like up in arms about toby Maguire not being in spider-man after yeah. andrew garfield and now another so it's like get over it yeah 
I'm sure they'll do that too if they ever. I'm sure it's not if it's if when they revived back to Hellboy, <laughs> they're going to yeah. revive Blade. To say X Men yeah, will be back at some point, that. they'll be. We'll yeah. have a new Wolverine someday. I'm sure oh, Hugh yeah. Jackman won't be in the role. People will get upset about yeah. that. I remember Hugh Jackman. All right, great. I'm happy yeah. to remember Hugh Jackman. We all do. The only thing that'll avoid it. Well, no, technically it is. But if like a, a revival bombs so hard, they avoid. Like, I feel like if that live-action Jungle Book wouldn't have done mm-hmm. well, they wouldn't have done Beauty and the Beast and all this and yeah, up to Lion King. Gonna keep, we're going to get them all back someday. Yeah, because they keep selling. People are yeah. like, do we really need this? Well, it's like the box office yeah. numbers are... We have a Pocahontas. I'm sure, like it hasn't been announced, I'm sure <sighs> Pocahontas will come back and we'll have that crappy soundtrack to work through again. God. We already have Mulan coming back. Well, it's more than people yeah, realize about that. that stuff. Like, I really don't see why they did that people are like it's sort of with the jungle book but it really it's really started with alice in wonderland probably something before that yeah you that made a billion dollars yeah that they literally made a billion dollars did well but here's my other thing about it that at least and same with the jungle book jungle book the remake thing and the sequel actually follow the book mm-hmm. closer than like the animated one because it's it has the wolves in it. I don't think the wolves were even in the original animated. They one. were not very much though. Yeah, at the beginning it was like a very it was like a footnote. Yeah, very small. Like he was like he started out with the wolves because that's who raised him. Yeah, but it wasn't very substantial. Um, but it's like from what I heard, like the the remake was kind of a new hashing and had new things. Part of a lot of people were upset about this Lion King because apparently there's the only like same. one it's scene one that's like, different. You lose either way because, like, you either won. Oh, you either have the people that are like, lose why would you change the classic? Or you do it the same. Like, this is this is just the this same the movie. Same. Well, yeah, like, you yeah, can't like, win. People will complain either way. So it's yeah. like, just like pick your lane, go with it, believe in what you make. Because and tell way, everyone else gonna up yours. It. Yeah, say up yours to whoever complains. Because yeah. somebody described it as being like a musical Natural Geographic movie <laughs> because of how real it looked. I feel like part of like what makes the Disney movies so great is like it's a cartoon, so it's fake. Yeah, so they the can animation. do like the fake backgrounds, or like, even like the kind of the emotions. Like if something's like has them like shocked or excited, yeah. like, you they can have like yeah. the cool animated face. I feel like, like if you have a real face, the ex- you lose the expression. Puma and Timon were like such very emotive characters in the original. I haven't seen the new one yet, no, but, but I, I've hearing. seen like previews of them, and when they look realistic, literally their entire dynamic and their facial expression stuff with that being all realistic i feel like that's you lose, you lose a lot of, of what the movie had but then at the same time like the lions look so badass oh it looks visually it's stunning yeah but yeah i'm with you on timon and puma where it's like i feel like they kind of lose out i don't mm-hmm. want to see like an actual looking yeah uh timon and pumba yeah well that's the thing though that it's an actual like warthog and an yeah. actual meerkat and it's kind of like you lose the yeah, like, meerkats have like little heads and like they don't have much to display anything so yeah. besides like voice inflections and stuff yeah it's kind of so i probably won't watch it but yeah. i haven't really seen any of the i don't really honestly the jungle book one will probably be the only one I haven't seen that. I was like, it's been on my instant queue for over a year now. Say. Yeah, Netflix, same here. I keep tricking Netflix into thinking I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, like it's on my instant queue. Yeah, it's in mine too. It. I just, well, like, I just don't care that much about remakes. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's not. I'm not the audience they're going for. I feel you. I mean, I feel like people always like complain about like how much stuff gets remade. They're like, you're ruining my childhood. Like, nothing new is coming out, but at the same time that, like, new stuff is coming out, you're just not looking for it. Well, yeah. and there's also... Like, remember that Turbo Kid movie you sh- mm-hmm. showed yeah. me? Like, yeah. Like, that was something completely new, I feel like. 
that nobody watched, but I love that movie. The thing about it, like, though, you still, you come out with the new stuff, and then people crap on it because, like, oh, it's cliche, or, oh, it's, like, this or that. Like, yeah. Turbo Kid, I, like, I just, to humor myself, I looked at the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but, like, complained, like, oh, it's a one-joke movie. It's, like, it's, like, we get it. It's 80s. It's like, yeah, like, that's the setting, and that's not the joke. Like, so people, like, it's... They're going to complain regardless, once again. Like, it doesn't matter what you make. Oh, there's no pleasing everybody. No. You're going to isolate people regardless. Like, when you make new things, I think there's also that, like, kind of... The typical American audience, I think, has become very cynical. So you come up with something new, and if it's not, like, blow your mind out there good, they're probably just going to crap on it to the point where it's going to burn out the person making it. Like, oh, this person got enough bad... Like, I remember the bad publicity so much from it where I don't want to do this again. So yeah. thing. Whatever. Good thing we're not in that position. Yeah. Make decisions. Yeah. I don't worry about it. Oh, damn. Two hours. So, yeah. Two hour episode. Not too bad. It's it's the call. Yeah, the Colin bump. Yeah, we're Colin good with bump. first names. <laughs> I have sleep my last name out again. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, the oh, oh, wait, no, we can say that. <laughs> A quick story before we wrap this thing up. There's somebody that also lives in the state of Pennsylvania, has my same name. Uh-huh. And they're kind of somewhat, like, well-known. And I talked to this guy at work, and he was like, is that your name? I was like, yup. And he was like, oh, my God. Do you know my friend has that same name? And he, like, went on this whole rant. I'm like, yup, and I don't care. Because every now and again, <laughs> people will send me stuff on Facebook, and I'm not that guy. Yep, uh, that's not me. Sorry. That's yep. funny. So I guess... Conclude the episode. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Table in the Basement. Yeah. Please like and subscribe and all that stuff and give us reviews because please rate this five is where stars we're at and now. review. Yep. This help is us. Please. This is where we're See at you. now in our podcast. We're now begging for five star reviews. So hey, you could be number nine on Inter- yeah. international viewers. Write us and we're still going to mail you stuff. Yep. French. We'll viewer. See you Pogo Palooza 2020 next year live yeah. from the Pogo booth. We'll be doing a live podcast. We'll there. keep updates when we find out where it's at. Yep. This. Show is brought to you by coffee from Fill in the Blind Company. Yeah, I love their coffee. Some sheets someday. So hit us up. If not, that's fine too. <laughs> Have a good whatever it is you're doing. Are you I- gonna pick an outro song? Yep, I will. Nice. I I'll actually let you do the honors then. Oh, All right, geez, the pressure is on. Music. All right. You know what I'm saying? You lose up. Bragging about it, you had it all down, but what's up now when you're sitting? How I'm coming, what I'm slinging, where I'm roaming, what I'm bringing. Tell you, cause it's best I'm sleeping, cause I'm busting for no reason to run a murder, killing season. But now when Harvey called Black Raven, full just swerving through your bleeding, system burning to his knees and begging for mercy while I'm leaning. Hard to the left and the clock and the grip to the left pocket to the head and I'll rhythm. System, system blowing, power, system over. We came to blow your sister. You know what I'm saying? You lose up. Bragging about it, you had it all down. But what's up now when your shit is.
and blueprint system, system. Move, stupid, stupid, big, low, one blood spray all over the desktop drums. Come worship it, think I'm ripping, but break off the narrative. Boundary ripping, frequency breaking out, doing like that, drug tells those tears. System, system, blower, system, blower, system, blower. System, blower. Jumping out the street, talking about, come on, take grip me again, no mental money. If it's gonna crack, I know you can bet. We're fit to burn the house to the ground, soon as the stuff gets turned. System, system, blower, blower, system, yeah, we can't stop blowing your sister. You know what I'm saying? You look up, bragging about it. You had it all down, but what's up now when your shit is system, system blower, system, system blower. Yeah, quick, go catch my whip, gonna let them all know who he's fucking with. Ruthlessly skinning jump, just fucking can't fuck with. It's my fist, suck my dick It's not cool, I'm too sick What time is it? System, system, power 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 System, System, power 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 System, System, power Oh, oh, oh.